welcome to Do The Right Film. My name's Sean. My name's Steve. My name's Thomas. And I'm Harvey Gladden. Alright guys, come up on this episode, we have a review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Got some stuff we're going to review room that we saw elsewhere. Um, Steve has a review. Is it Steve? No, it's not me. Who lost? Well, we all have reviews, it's, right? It's Thomas. Well, I was going to say, who, who lost the game last Thomas week? Thomas lost the game. You don't have to bring it up. <laughs> Did you not watch it? Come on, man. Alright, so yeah. I guess uh, Shomo has a review for us that he lost last week. Mm-hmm. I completely um, forgot what he's supposed to watch, too. I don't remember it at all. Oh, you gave it to him, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. You won last week. Cool. So we'll uh, we'll hear about that. Um, yeah, yeah. I have some stuff that I watched as well, so we'll go over that stuff. And uh, I guess uh, this week we're going to be talking about um, the merger with, uh, is it Fox? Uh, so it's talking about our Disney overlords and their slow but inevitable takeover of the world. They acquired Fox. Right. They're going to acquire other things. Um, so last year they that. did they acquire Sony or they, they acquired um, what's next Exxon, Spider-Man from Exxon Sony right? Mobile. right cool they're taking over I don't think they acquire I think it was just like a deal like yeah. Marvel was able to like strike a deal because I think Sony's still doing got, their own thing I got shit to say about really? this yeah they because it's actually Sony's releasing uh, another Spider-Man movie Right, uh, yeah. Which is animated. So it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the one we have now. But again, like it's not like Sony didn't lose it, but it's, it's just like a deal. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll get into all that. But uh, how was everybody's week? Uh, we're one week away from Christmas. Two um, weeks. Everybody's in the spirit. This way, is it one week? It's about week? a week. Yeah, one week away almost. Oh, man, I'm so tired. Do you not know what day it is? No, I <laughs> forgot. It's Sunday. What's today? The this 17th? year is uh, racing to an end. It's scary. Yeah, I I now started putting up Christmas uh, decorations. We're like one. You're week about away. to take them down now. <laughs> <laughs> Once you put them up, you're well, we're not taking it. We're leaving it up for the rest February. of February. Yeah. <laughs> Until February, right? Yeah, probably. It's my birthday. Ooh, like God damn. Theme. But uh, how was your week, Steve? It was cool. Anything special? No, not really. No. I'm trying to think. Like any, like did I did I go anywhere? Do did anything? You, did you party? And, no, that's. I mean, I went to karaoke with uh, Tomas. Yeah, it was his birthday. Oh yeah, yeah he just celebrated his big two eight. The big two eight. Yeah. Damn, we're we're re- revealing ages now. Yeah, you guys are getting old, man. I'm so happy that I'm the youngest one. Yeah, man. You got your whole life ahead. I mean, I have like maybe a year or two ahead of me. Yeah, <laughs> but then like you <laughs> have like the, like the white jeans add another ten years to me. So is that been, is has that, that been proven? No, yeah, I mean, yeah. oh wow, shit. Yeah. But uh, how were you, how was your birthday? Did you have fun? Yeah, it was good. Uh, that karaoke bill was uh, a a force to be reckoned with, um, but it was fun. Uh, we yeah. did like three hours of karaoke, and uh, I ate at my favorite ramen place in the city. <laughs> um, where where is this? Uh, EAK. Uh, they went back to work. My, my girlfriend's job. <laughs> no, no. I happen to like hers better. I hear that they they have the best ramen. I still haven't tried it yet because I'm, I'm stubborn. We should go. Harvey had it. Want to go tonight? Harvey, con- no, not con- tonight. Confirm as you did. Yeah, um, that was my second time having it. It's a, uh, it's one of, it's like top three in New York for me. Yeah, for I sure. mean it varies. What's by number like, one? Do you have a number one a favorite? Ramen Yaw. Uh, yeah, Ramen Yaw is up there. I don't know. EAK might be better than Ramen Yaw. You know, I heard I heard some I think shit they just talking have about ramen the other day. Someone says Ramen Yaw is trash. Who no. said that? Uh, multiple people. I don't want to name. I, I names. actually really enjoy ramen. I, I like ramen, yeah, but I don't think it's, it's top three for me. It's yeah. good ramen for the price because they don't try to it's, overcharge it's you with tradi- any of the... It's traditional ramen. It's it's normal. I mean, but nothing like, fancy. What about like, that other place, Ichiban or Ichiban? Ichiban? That's yeah. good, but it's. I think it's, that's top five. It it yeah. is it is top five, but the problem with that is it's to me there's no reason to pay that mm-hmm. much for ramen. 
I mean, this is uh, how much do the I right honestly think, I don't know. I think? How much they charge? You're kind of splitting hairs at that point. I think it's my they are eighteen a bowl, no egg. Get no, the fuck out of here! No eighteen dollars. I like how you're saying that, but like, like a month ago, you paid for eighteen dollar pho. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was just like, no, I, I mean, like to be it worth it to be in the same margin as the same places in Manhattan that charge uh sixteen. I mean, it's not, is it Brooklyn, right? Yeah, it's, how pretentious. It gets a bad rap though for being overpriced, but yeah. people still go there. Ramen sounds so it's good. It's gimmicky, you know. They got the private rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, did you uh, get all <laughs> of your favorite songs in? Um, There's a few I missed. I really wanted to do. I, I I just thought of one earlier and I forgot. Yeah. It. I told you I wanted to do the Who, but I forgot. Bob yeah, that O'Reilly. would have been good too. Bob O'Reilly. Um, I squeezed in Wonderwall. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. To get in Wonderwall. My girlfriend, uh, she hurt her neck while well, had had uh. <laughs> Moshing or whatever it's called <laughs> Head banging Yeah <laughs> To I, fat um, lips Some 41 fat lips You know Steve You When I When I poured my heart out For that Bruce Springsteen song You asked me if When Bruce comes on Do I get <laughs> sucked into a vacuum And the people around me Don't exist That's what and I mean It looks like It's like, like it. he pulls away The crowd goes back Dude I swear yeah. to god It feels like that that's I'm what, not even That's lying. what I, I mean Your That's what it looks like up. Yeah, I've like, never I seen fucking someone. love that song so much that like I literally go into this like I I one would say now nah, I was gonna make a call L- back. Listen, uh, <laughs> so I was it's like out of body experience. So, but but I feel like we all yeah, get a universal like roll the eye when when you're doing karaoke and you're doing Bruce Springsteen. We're all like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, my girlfriend barely knows you, and she's like, oh, what song do you do? I'm like, well, he did some Bruce Springsteen. She's like, roll her. I was like. Oh God! What? <laughs> Why? The fuck is, he, is, that is it mean? because he's white? She's like, she's like, oh man. But I mean, so typical. Is my performance? I'm surprised up, you didn't up, journey up to. Yeah, nah, nah. we're surprised we didn't journey that. No, night. Journey is not my white people forte. How do you when when a. I'm at a restaurant. Or the Eagles or some shit. Oh, the Eagles I fucked with. Bon Jovi. But, uh, no. Oh, God. Dude, bon, people love we bon should Jovi. do Bon Jovi next yeah, time. See, Bon Jovi it's and my life. Journey are my two, uh, they're my stains on white people music. Like, yeah. I don't I think enjoy there's, them. I think there's worse stains. Yeah, I think, but like when you're in a freaking like a chicken wing restaurant and they're doing trivia night and all of a sudden the DJ puts on Don't Stop Believing and all the white people start singing. Next time we should Listen, do something different. I was, I was, so, we should do Slayer or some shit. So I'm gonna, you know, uh, I'm they gonna, don't have it, I looked. Huh? I used to be the same way about Journey and then uh, my girl, got a white she, girlfriend? She, yeah, no, she actually, she loves classic rock and she's like, she's like, you need to listen to other songs I, that they have. And they're I was okay. like, they're, they're I used good. to. I used to. Yeah, they have great but tracks they're, and the lead, lead vocalist is they're amazing. They're modeled by... Uh, I think well, yeah, they're hits, you know. I, I prefer think that's Boston. What, Boston's a better. Boston's band. good, but yeah, I, was, I used to be the same way. What are we doing, right, Harvey? How was your week? <laughs> Just wait. Oh fuck, Har- Harvey movies. was there. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, Harvey, I think won the award for best performances throughout the night. I think Did he I? deserves the award. Wait a well, Emily got a ninety-nine on one of the songs. Yeah, so yeah, the but overall, are but overall, oh. I think Harvey had the most consistent hits. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hit a lot of the, I'll the tell you notes what. and the, the, the I would I would I, th- I think my my Thunder Road was the best, but uh, for stage oh, presence, this should got a seventy five. I want to hear. I it. think for uh, crowd for uh, <laughs> crowd participation, I think uh, while you were young was the best. We all sang like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, sure. And we did it was like what like ninety five or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, I think. Um, but Harvey had good stage presence. He did uh, the little Uzi Vert. I, I saw Steve get up on one of the songs, and he was like oh, rapping yeah. to you guys. <laughs> oh he, yeah, I he forgot spun around. He did he another like, song. Yeah, really? I did. Uh, uh, I did. I did Drake because oh, yeah, Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Pat was Pat. doing. Yeah, Pat was doing Drake, and he seems like he was, was it. Like, hold on, yeah, hold on, I'm coming. Home. And he wanted someone there with him, and 
the thing is, I'm not I'm not too familiar like exactly with all the words. I only know like the main parts. You don't need it. So I'm like looking back constantly. You're hitting the chorus pads. Do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to help out, but I was like, oh man, it was pretty rough. What would you guys do if I was like, I was so bold, I put on that Bruce song and I turned the TV off? Oh wow, oh, I probably fell asleep. Like that, that, that's like that's <laughs> no, like when I mean, Babe Ruth like oh, pointed to the home run oh. stadium, and he's like, "I'm gonna hit this as a home run." Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so call on uh, his shot. Other other than my birthday, uh, anything notable there, dude? I feel you? like this week went by yeah. in like on the span of one day. It yeah. Sure did. Yeah. yeah. So I can't really remember what I even did earlier. The beginning the week. of the week was super slow, but then as it progressed, it just got like it was just like. Yeah, I took a lot of a. Uh, I have to take my PTO before it disappears. Doesn't carry over. Well, like five days do, but yeah, I I, I had to use a lot of it this mm-hmm. week, uh, next week as well, and the following week too. So I'm just gonna be chilling out. Must hanging. be nice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, sounds cool. But um, yeah, same here. Week went by quick. I don't have much going on else. Uh, I I didn't even get to watch that many movies at home. You just try to squeeze in like three. I think I made like one or two, something like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm the last few weeks, man. I mean, I'm still seeing movies for like the mini reviews, but mm-hmm. I just I can't. I can't do it like I, I did. Uh, We're time. running out of time. All right. Uh, yeah, the year's almost up. We got to get those. Uh, oh yeah. Watches so in. I think the next episode we're gonna do is gonna be a top five episode of the year. Or no, I think the following episode. That's the following. That's New Year's. New Year's. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna do New a countdown. Year's. Or is it the thirtieth? It's the thirty first is when we record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I recommend we uh because I like to go out drinking uh-huh. that night and I don't wanna spend it. I think we should we should uh do it really early. Early? Okay, yeah. we'll do an early morning wake yeah. and bake. Wake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, cool. What the hell is that? What is wake and bake? This is when you wake up and smoke. Uh, <laughs> I legit thought well, that statement was literal. Like you wake up and like you make like cookies. I'm, you can yeah, it can be. Right? Very well that. very well could yeah. be. Baked pancakes? Who, who the fuck bakes pancakes? I don't know. You could do it, though, right? All right, it's guys. Possible. Uh, let's move into some movies here. Um, I got to go home, hang up some lights later. But uh, So, Shomo, you want to jump in? You know what? I'm going to jump in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pa- pardon me for this review. I, I didn't queue up for the reason. I need to crack open a, a Will Carb Monster Energy drink. Okay. Um, sound effects. It sounded like a promotion. I'm trying. It would be pretty bad if we were sponsored, or if you were sponsored by Monster. That would be a problem. Like a personal yeah. sponsor, like they don't they don't give any of us free shit. They just give you free Monster for life. Yeah, but uh, uh, what did you have to watch? What did Harvey give you? Okay, uh, so basically Harvey suggested. Uh, I think we're on this Asian cinema trend here lately, but um, he pulled this one out, thinking that it might be up my alley. It's called Three Times. It's a 2005 Taiwanese film. Directed by, hmm, god damn it! Isn't it like Ho, Hao Xiao Xian? Oh. I'm pretty sure that, that was spot on. <laughs> and uh, it's starring uh, Shu Wei, just uh... and Chang Chen and Shu Wei. You, you've seen her okay. before. You've seen her before. I bet uh, she is fucking gorgeous. Yes, <clears throat> I like how you start with that. <laughs> I, it's like. <laughs> well, her her name is like it stands out in her and then her as a person's probably you know she's beautiful anyways uh synopsis is kind of long i don't know if i should even read the whole thing but um it's basically uh three stories and they're played by the same actors 
and they take place in different times. So you have a, it's it's pretty much a story between a man and a woman. Kind of sounds like the fountain. Uh, I have not seen the fountain. So, mm-hmm. but uh, you you start with a three little vignettes. One's called a, a time for love. One's a time for freedom, and one's a time for youth. Uh, we got we start off in 1966. And then we have a uh, 1911. That's a time for freedom, and then a time for youth takes place in 2005. And the the same people are in the playing their roles in each uh, section. It's like a you know three chapter anthological type of thing going on. Uh, it starts off in the 1966 one, um, and it's pretty much about a soldier, kind of having this like young romantic like love at first sight kind of thing and he kind of just tracks down this girl that he he really feels you know a lot for and he does so and it's uh it's sweet it's magical it really is i I would say um this movie what it's trying to do is have a social commentary of love and the binds of like social uh influences on love Every, uh, you know, 50 years or something, you know? Because mm-hmm. you, you go to 1966, and then it, it'll skip on to 1911, which is... Uh, and it doesn't skip back and forth. It They play out yeah. all the way through uh, each uh, chapter. And uh, in 1911, it starts to get more complicated with uh, cultural uh barriers put up for love and, and things like that and it gets really like political and really artsy what i mean by artsy is this out of all the other uh two chapters is the only one that's a silent film essentially but it's not a silent film without dialogue they talk but you don't hear it mm-hmm. you don't you don't get subtitles in the form of like at the bottom of the screen they'll carry out like a a sentence over piano music and then you'll get like this title card like this elegant title card mm-hmm. will that'll tell you what they're saying it was very interesting and very weird um i feel like there's some some symbolism there for conservatism of love back then i don't know like everything was just kind of shielded in secrecy it seems like like hard passionate love and um I would say uh, that was my least favorite part of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what you thought, Harvey, but it does. Like, there's not a lot of magic moments happening. It's very, uh, I mean, it's beautiful, but anyways, it, it goes on to 2005, and it becomes this uh, 2005 love is not the same as it was back in the day. We, you know, we know how fucked up people are nowadays. And uh, the social commentary here is like you have a, a a bisexual girl. She's like a singer, and she's kind of having an affair while her partner back at home suffers. You know, she's a lesbian, and she's kind of having an affair with a man mm-hmm. behind her back, and she's suffering from loneliness. Her partner, that is, and um, it fucking puts everything into perspective pretty well. It's like. So 1966 to 1911, and then back forward to 2005. I was like, why did he do that? You would think it'd go either backwards or forwards. And uh, I don't know. My take is, and I'm pretty dumb, so don't quote me on this, but uh, my my take is like, 
it sounds weird, but like the most pure form of love was in the 60s. It was more romanticized. Like you don't have the cultural barriers. Those are freed up. And then you also don't have the the social and technological barriers that you get in the new millennium that where people are jaded and desensitized to love and everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a sweet spot. And uh, the first segment in 1966 was like, I was like, damn, that was, that was beautiful. <laughs> and, so and there's beautiful. like really nothing. I mean, it's there's some sadness to it. Like, you know, he's in the military and he has limited time to see her and stuff and things like that. But overall, it's like hopeful and uh, ambitious, like the love that the two share. Um, And then, uh, yeah, the 1911 one is really just like, I feel tension during it. Like, I want these two people to be closer. Like, why aren't they? Why aren't they loving each other? You know, like it's fucking crazy. Um, and then the 2005 one is like, God damn, desire is a bitch. So uh, yeah, Harvey, how, how'd you uh, find this movie? Have you, how'd you watch it? Like, how'd you- um, that's an interesting story. Uh, I was a freshman. I'll take you back. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a freshman in college, and. Um, my friend recommended this movie as a good first date movie because I was going on this first <laughs> date with this girl. But I don't know, back then I was really broke because I was in college. So my first date consisted of uh, drinking home. shitty wine in my dorm room with a girl watching this movie. And it was the most awkward experience of my life. <laughs> like my I could friends see that. Like, came in like halfway through and they were like, what the fuck are you guys watching? But, Your friends came through? Yeah, they, they yeah they like, came in randomly. And, I would have like, told them to leave. I'm like, yo. I mean, it is a weird first date movie, but uh, I ended up loving this movie. Um, Yeah, I think that's a weird choice for a first date. I'll give it Tom uh, from what I hear about it or how you're describing it. I mean, I think it's no Spider-Man 2. I'm just going to say that. I've learned a lot since then. Now I know (laughs) a league of extraordinary gentlemen. (laughs) It's the Uh, go-to. It gets them horny. Oh, man. Um, Yeah. It's a panty dropper. Yeah. This uh yeah this movie is is very interesting. Um I don't think I loved it like Harvey. Uh but I did It's weird though. It it really does fall off into three separate chapters for me. As a whole I really like it. Um but like if I had to score each chapter like the first one's like a 5. Like the second one's 5 out of 5? Yeah. The the second one's like a a 3 and then like the last one's like a 4. Um, but I don't know. I don't know where that leaves me. I mean, I'm probably three and a half, four overall, three and a half, maybe. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a really good movie, though. I'll check it out. It seems like right up my alley. I feel like I, I feel like this could uh be a good good one to cry at. Nah, not not much crying oh, going really? on. It's just um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's pretty beautiful and uh, good good music in it too. It's uh. It's pretty moving as a, as a piece, but it's very art house, especially the uh, nineteen eleven segment. Mm, okay, that's pretty much it for me. I think it's a it's cool, you know. It's a beautiful social commentary. Like it's almost like this old guy looking back and looking forward at love. You know, like he's yeah. in the middle. He like broke free from a certain cultural barrier. And then in the 1960s, you know, he's love was free. And then you look ahead, love is binded again, but by something else. Sounds depressing. It's pretty yeah, deep. Pretty, <clears throat> pretty deep. deep. 
Uh, but yeah, that's about it for me. <coughs> I didn't watch anything else. That's it. All right. Yeah, you managed perhaps. to squeeze in that one, huh? Yeah, managed. Cool. Steve, you got anything? Yeah, but I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. Briefly mention it. Well, I watched... Uh, so, I don't know why, but I, I always avoided these movies, and I don't know why. It just kind of compels me. It's one of the... It's it's what they call a superhero movie, and I've never seen... I haven't seen the first one or the second one. I mean, I've seen the first one now. It's uh, Marvel's The Avengers. Never seen it until oh, last yeah? night. I don't know why. You watched the first Avengers? Yeah, I've never seen it until now, and I haven't seen Age of Ultron either. Uh, it's okay. It's very okay. I can't remember this movie at all. It's, it's to me they're one movie. For, forgettable. Yeah, it's like I know I won't remember this movie. It's it's a there's a fun time and I I like the uh, the care. I think that's what honestly that I think that's the formula that Marvel was able to put together. It's just like this chemistry all these characters have together. I think that's where we first. I mean, obviously that's where we first see it, but I think that's where everyone gets hooked. But the story's kind of generic. Has a random bad guy. Uh, has an army superhero has to fight it. There's a lot of like interesting moments, but nothing I could really write home about or care to. So that's why I didn't want to talk about it. I just remember Samuel <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, it's, Sam?" Dude, it's super cheesy. There's a lot of cheesy ass lines there. Where I'm just like, "Whoo, damn, dude, really?" Uh, God, I'm trying to think of like a favorite part, but I really there's none. I like Hawkeye. He, I mean, he did. He was able to shoot really? a lot of fucking. Well, it's because I found I, I thought he would be the most useless person in the group, but apparently he was not. He actually had a really. He had the most like the, the major thrust of the film. Like he was he a got critical the eye of a fucking hawk, man. What were you expecting? I don't know. I just he and uh, Natasha Romanoff are pretty useless. Yeah, like <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like I was surprised because like they were killing people and they were taking out. Were those robots? They were aliens. So when they destroyed the hive, it's the same thing as Justice League. Yeah, it's like a hive mind. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well that's pretty generic. I was thinking the whole time, like, man, they're killing them pretty ruthlessly. There's and some brutal shots of those things, by the way, like when they're like climbing, cl- climbing the walls, like, like looking square. back with the, glo- <laughs> the glasses. They take them off and shit. Dude, it's brutal. I remember some of those scenes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm. Uh, it's kind of weird. Wa- I've only watched a lot of the newer ones, and kind of looking back, I'm like. Thank God we don't get those anymore. I mean, we st- still kind of do, but I feel like they're getting better. I mean, there's a new Avengers movie coming out. Infinity yeah. War? Yeah. yeah. Well, my girlfriend told me I had to watch them <laughs> because she found it so funny that I've watched all the other... Like, I've watched a lot of them except the Avengers. So she's like, you need to watch the first two. I'm like, okay. So I watched one of them. Okay. It was okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Would you give it a rating? Uh, like, structurally, it's a film that works. Like, a lot of it... So just don't, I hate to make my, my review sound like it's negative. It's not. It's just, I was completely unaffected by it. This is also a Joss production too. Joss, Josh Whedon. Joss yeah, Whedon like is. overall, like it's a good structured film. Like uh, like any audience member could sit down and be excited and get hooked and I, I get it. But Any? Yeah, like most. Because I wasn't hooked. Really? I mean, it's, it's a movie. I mean, it's I'm, a functional, that's what I'm saying. It's a functional movie. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just for me, I was just kind yeah, of it's fucking fast, food. kind of mm-hmm. bored. Uh, yeah, I give it like a three or something. Yeah, three. I feel like it's fair. Cool. All right. You don't Damn, have you anything else, it. right? Huh? Nothing else. I'm trying to think. I don't think I watched it. Wow. Else. What a oh, week. oh. You could piggyback my crocodile. Yeah, crocodile we can, we can talk about that review. And I also, <laughs> I also talk about. Uh, I, I started watching uh, Rogue One. I fucking went to sleep instantly. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What time did you put it on? 
I think I was hanging out with you guys, I think. And you fell asleep? And yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it was after I was not hanging out with you guys. So it was, oh, okay. it was after probably I karaoke and I was tired. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was thinking like, oh, no, this is going to be hooked. And the first couple of scenes are interesting. And then, <sighs> nope, that didn't last. All right, cool. Harvey, you got some stuff? Anything this week? Yeah, I've got one that I can talk about. It's a, um, <coughs> it's an Australian, uh, like a crime, a horror movie. <coughs> they have crime in Australia. Yeah, they got lots of crime in Australia. Hmm. This one is a, I believe it got a limited release this year. So technically it's a 2017 production. Um, it's called Hounds of Love. Um, I'll read the synopsis. Vicky Maloney is randomly abducted from a suburban street by a disturbed couple. As she observes the dynamic between her captors, she quickly realizes she must drive a wedge between them if she is to survive. Um, yeah, so this movie is basically about a uh, couple. I believe this takes place in like 1987. There's this very like dysfunctional and disturbed couple. Uh, they basically have been murdering girls in their uh, small Perth town of uh, Western Australia. Um, then they happen to abduct uh, Vicky Maloney as she is uh, sneaking out of her house and going to a party. Um, and uh, yeah, the we spend a lot of time with uh, between like uh, Vicky and her captors. That's uh, primarily where the mo- the movie focuses. Um, there's like a moment where you get to uh see what like a uh, vicky's parents are up to because they're like recently separated so you kind of see them having that dynamic where uh the husband's like blaming the wife of course for losing their daughter and uh all that stuff was pretty difficult but i think the meat of this movie is definitely in the house with the abductors and uh and uh, vicky it's really it's a really fucking good movie i was pretty surprised by it i just uh was looking for some random shit to watch on hulu and uh this turned out to be a really really good movie um it uh presents a lot of issues that uh you don't normally see in horror movies like uh you can obviously tell that the man is in control of this relationship and he's the one, he's like the primary manipulator he's uh essentially using the woman to get what he wants which is uh to uh, rape and kill like underage girls he's like a pretty fucking insane dude and she sticks with him because uh she believes that she needs him and uh that he truly loves her um got him yeah it's um it's a movie that isn't insanely difficult to watch uh you, you don't have to worry about watching like crazy rape scenes or anything like that um damn it but it is like a <laughs> Jesus. It is a like psychological, um, psychologically difficult at times. Um, it's really good at building tension as well. You can see the girl giving up uh, like hope while she's cap while she's captured and uh, slowly realizing that she may not make it out of the situation. Damn and. Um, is anybody in this film that I may know? Uh, Emma Booth. I've seen her in like a couple of things. That sounds know. really familiar. What was she in? I think uh, I've recently Googled that name. She's in like Gods of Egypt and Once Upon a Time, stuff like okay. that. Oh, but, uh, Gods of Egypt. Yeah, I saw that recently. Yeah, but she's a really good actress. Like she is, by far, she has by far my favorite performance of this movie. Uh, 
you could just see her as like a tortured woman who's uh, clinging to like this sliver of love that she has left in her life. But unfortunately, that love also is attached to a man that uh, murders little girls. Um, but um, I highly recommend this movie. I was honestly expecting more of a uh, horror-focused movie, but it wasn't really that. Thank um, God. Yeah, it wasn't that. Um, I, I like know. the uh, art, the cover art for this. Yeah, it, the cover art is pretty good. Uh, the cinematography in this movie is also surprisingly fucking good. This movie does a lot of things well, and since it's also uh, it's like said in the early or the no, it was like the late eighties, you get this co- pretty cool synth score that comes up that comes up like uh, at times, and it really helps to build that tension that I was talking about. It also has a uh, some. Uh, some other music in it too, like Joy Division and stuff. It's just a Ooh. track. Any track? Huh? What track? It was a fucking what's that movie? That song, Days of uh, Days of. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Future Past. Um. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I would recommend it to anybody at this table, even Shomo, because as I Whoa. said, it's not very horror centric. Cool. Um, you got a rating? I would probably give it a three and a half. Nice. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. You can uh, find it on uh, Hulu. I'm not sure if it's there exclusively, but uh, I no, just signed and, up for Hulu. Yeah, I did too. Again, Amazon. the fifth time. Why would you do that? The song man? was Atmosphere. Huh? Atmosphere. Joy Division. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, what were you saying, Sean? I was saying uh, everybody should be running for the hills now, right? For subscription-based uh, services. I'm playing wow. it by ear. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I mean, you got anything else? No, that, that was it. I think it was a light week for all of us. Yeah, that's all right because we got this fucking behemoth of a movie to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll briefly uh, talk about Silence. So I did finish it. Uh, Steve, did you get a chance? To Ooh, finish, finish it. All right. I'm in. No, I want to watch it, but I'm just okay. <laughs> so uh, this movie came out. I believe it was Christmas uh, time of 2016. And from what I remember, this movie was highly overlooked because of, um, I don't know, I feel like it didn't play well for that when they wanted to release it because I know they were trying to do the whole Oscar campaign for it. And uh, I thought it should have been released probably more like in the beginning of the fall. It just didn't make sense for them to release it so late in the year. But um, it tur- I did some research on this movie. Like I went on like a binge. Like I wanted to know why this movie was made. And it turns out this is uh, Scorsese's passion film. Yeah, like he I've wa- read he that. wanted to make this movie for like thirty years now. Mm-hmm. He kept putting it off, and he was in actually a very lengthy uh, legal battle with the original distributors or production company of the movie because he signed all these deals that said that um, he couldn't start making the movie, and he was like just costing him money of like trying to push it back. And eventually, he said that he's not going to do any other movie but Silence after Wolf of Wall Street, and he finally made it. Uh, this movie comes in like a, two, do you remember Steve, like two hours and 45 minutes? Yeah, it's not a short film. Yeah, it's not short. Um, okay. It takes its time. Yeah, so this movie, it builds some very profound tension in the movie. Uh, there are scenes where he shoots from like a quarter mile away, and I, and I, he's never really done this before. And I think it's a, it's so, like Japanese influence, like kurosawa movies yeah he does that a lot yeah he was actually in the kurosawa um film that i didn't know about and i watched a segment of it it was like an anthology piece that uh kurosawa i think he played like 
Jesus or something like that in that piece. What? Yeah, Who played so, Jesus? Scorsese. Scorsese. Really? Yeah. Like in Big the 80s or eyebrow. something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I don't think this movie should have been overlooked. Um, it is long, but I think it's one of those movies that kind of captivates you as you're watching it. I don't know if you made it up to, to where the three um, Japanese kind of like followers are tied to the cross. Yeah, I made, in the water. I, made, I made past that part. I rewind. I went back because uh, I wanted to like, you know, get the full story because we were kind of watching talking and drinking yeah. and i really like that scene that scene was shot so beautifully and this most of this movie was shot in taiwan but it do a really good job of like captivating like um uh tokugawa era ja- uh, japan i honestly really want to watch this because like i'm so fascinated by the complete like keeping out of christianity japan did like it's so yeah it's actually crazy. uh from he also uh, there were some scholars who who uh, basically analyzed the movie and said that he did a really good job of sticking to the the source material, which was written in, like the '60s, I think. Uh, there's some stuff where he changed in the end, but yeah, as far as cinematography, building tension, and the overall pacing of the movie, um, I would give all that stuff like high praise. the The movie kind of it builds very very slowly um, until you get to the end, where they kind of like do this montage thing of like wrapping up the person's uh this this priest's uh life. Um, that stuff I wasn't crazy about because it just seemed out of place for them to like build it so slow. And then when you get there, just montage into what we ultimately see uh, happens with him. Um, but yeah, cinematography is incredible. Some of the location they shot was amazing. And uh, yeah, overall, I liked it. I think you should finish it, Steve. Yeah, I need to get on it. Yeah, lazy. Um, it's a good movie. It's it reminds me like I would say I could give this the same type of review for um, Hateful Eight. Whereas almost like their the director's passion project, they put a lot into it, and it was kind of overlooked when it originally came out, but it still holds up as like you know being like a masterpiece in their filmography. Yeah, but um, I don't know. This is probably is not a movie for everybody. For I was, sure, I was intrigued when I was watching it. I just need to set aside time to because it is a long movie. I want to set aside time to actually watch it, enjoy I it. Mean, and it's a, that runtime isn't that scary to me. No, no, it's not. It's it's not a real, the runtime is the, just a factor in the overall like. Yeah. Because I want to watch it, enjoy it, but I, but if I have other things I want to do, it's mm-hmm. hard to, to me. Focus it on falls it. into the over two hour. The, anything over two hours is the same to me. Anything under two hours is the same to me. Like basically, like Harvey's movie, he recommended me to watch or made me watch against my will. Uh, was two hours and like fifteen or something. And that's just thirty minutes shy of silence. Yeah, you know. So it's whatever. I can, you know, always that the A word. I'm not allowed to mention, but uh, it's that movie too. Flies by. Mm, flies right. <sighs> I'm sure this movie doesn't though. I hear it's a yeah. A like burn. I said, it's definitely not for everyone. I, on the other hand, enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, you spend a lot of time with uh, Adam Driver, who's been a lot of stuff lately, and also um, what's his face, Andrew Garfield. Uh, I was There's actually been a lot of preachy stuff lately. Is that yeah. like a thing he's Who, doing? Andrew now? Garfield? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because it's weird because uh, I didn't mind him in this movie. Uh, I thought he was actually pretty. He did a pretty good job of like transforming himself into this character. I know he lost a ton of weight for the movie. What um is there like are the the priests in the movie? Do they have any unredeemable qualities? Or are they just like hundred percent like full of innocence? I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You'll it's, you'll see. There's a lot interesting. of there's a, lot, there's, there's a huge theme simple. to this movie that that kind of relates to your question. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, I think one of the things that uh, kind of took me out a little bit of it, I didn't buy their Portuguese fucking accent. <laughs> so it was kind of funny um, because he had a terrible accent in um, Hacksaw Ridge. This one, I didn't like his accent either. Uh, Adam Drive's accent is just fucking ridiculous. It's not good at all. <laughs> his fucking Portuguese really? accent. Yeah, it's not good. It's, I mean, it's hard. There's one thing I want Adam Drive. They're playing to be Portuguese doing. Jesuit priests, and yeah. it's not good. But uh, in terms of performance, Whitewash. I think Wash. they did a pretty good job. Um, overall, I liked it. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Didn't think I was actually going to enjoy this movie as much as I did. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, people should check it out if you're a Christian or a atheist or Japanese. Do you know who did the cinematography? Uh, wasn't Deacons, was it? Oh, no. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't, no, I don't believe okay. he did that. I can actually that. check right now. <clears throat> the Scorsese himself. He was like, you know, it's my project. You fucking knocked the other guy uh, out. Rodrigo no. Preto. What did he do? Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that he sounds did... Um, oh, he did a bunch of shit. <laughs> I feel like he's done some... God, what has he done? He did Beautiful. Yeah, he does Inarito oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, he did all stuff. Brokeback Mountain, Babel, 8 Mile. Fucking Babel. I do love Babel. This movie you made me watch kind of reminded me of Babel a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little bit. That's all I'm going to talk about. Let's just move on then. Because I was going to bring up Crackle Dundee 2. <laughs> I think it's uh, necessary. I'll, ju- I'll just say I that just, it's... Uh, I just it's, watched it recently. You did? Well, recently. Like, it's a, like a few months ago. It is brutal. What year did Crocodile Dundee 2 come out? Like 80s... Was it like 92 or 89? It was probably 90s. I, I think there's a great thing. Me and Sean were both watching this. He actually finished it and I just gave up on it. But... Yeah. We both realize like they don't make movies like that anymore. There's like a particular era. There was a time yeah. in the '80s where you really can get away with anything. Yeah. In terms of like story structure, this movie's <laughs> weird. That's what I, I was talking about. Ace Ventura, like a few episodes ago, and yeah, it's the same thing. How the hell? Because on the surface it looks pretty uh, PG, but when you watch that movie, there's some pretty dirty shit in there. It's just a weird movie. It's just like Cinder. It's just like who came up with that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just this it, movie's no exception. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I don't think I can't imagine someone doing an Ace Ventura. It, it would have to be a parody. Like that's the only way it that, might work. I, I feel like it's supposed to be. But you remember, like or it the would scene be with some the, obscure no, indie I'm comedy sure. that nobody watches. There was like a scene with a gang. He's just like, I heard you're the coolest gang. And so like, how do you do on Australia? I heard you're the coolest gang in New York, and these guys don't look cool at all. Is this the like, one where he goes to the city? Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> this, right. Dude, that segment is... That's probably the worst part of the movie. <laughs> I, I haven't laughed so much in a while. Or like his... They, uh, they look like the, like the side group of like... Um, what's that band from the 80s? Um, with Marky Mark? His yeah, brother? Cool Kids on the Block? Cool Kids yeah. on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> fucking New Kids on the Block? New Kids on the Block, yeah. They look like those guys. And they're supposed to be the best... The worst gang in New York City. It's like... And he's just like, what do you guys do... The other night, and because I guess he was trying to test out how cool they were, he's just like, "Not a damn thing." <laughs> what, like, dude? It's brutal. <laughs> I'm like, what? The one, the one uh, part of the film that I actually thought was pretty funny is with the um, the the black friend that he has, who's oh. supposed to be like a dealer, and then he tells him what he sells, and he's like, "Yeah, I sell stationery, like staples." And shit. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a front that he sells drugs. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, you know, Luis Guzman is in this? Yeah, he, Luis Guzman. And we didn't notice young, that until... Yeah, we're like, what the fuck? He's, like, skinny. He's like, part. He's the, he doesn't one have the, one line in the movie, either. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's just, like, a random bad a guy henchman. in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we were just sitting I'm like, is that Luis Guzman? And we're like, he's like, nah, we have to rewind him. I'm like, that is him, dude. He's, like, skinny. <laughs> and he doesn't say shit throughout oh, yeah. the whole movie. Like, And there's, yeah. like, moments where he could have a line, but they decided not to give him one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. The ending is worse. I don't want to know. There's a there's a segment where, I'll, I'll just tell you guys. There's a segment where uh, they go back to Australia, and he captures the two bad guys, 
and he dresses up one of the bad guys in his clothes. Paul Hogan, he dressed up the bad guy in his clothes, so the so he can flush out the other bad guy. So the other bad guy snipes the guy that's dressed in Paul Hogan's clothes. Uh, I'm like, I, dude, that's I, a shitty plan. I, I remember that. That's actually. so like, how did you think that would work? Like. Wh- <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense god this shit doesn't make any sense like you don't look this guy's for first of all like colombian <laughs> yeah i like that actress he oh he married her yeah in real life yeah. it's fucking crazy mm-hmm. yeah he was like 20 years older than her too yeah and then they made um the third one right uh lost in los angeles yeah like it came in, like 2001 los, which yeah. is weird yeah. i don't think I you know who was calling for this movie in 2001 <laughs> bring it back <laughs> There's this one, back. I need to I need to mention one scene that I thought I don't know why, but I think it's so hilarious. There's a scene where he's like, I guess girlfriend gets kidnapped, and he's like waiting in the apartment to get a phone call from the bad guys, and oh, he yeah. has like no shirt, and he's like sharpening a knife. Oh yeah, he's got the big ass. No, knife. no, he's like he's like squatting, like staring at the phone. He's like, you're the least. Like, when did you? How long were you waiting there? Like, like you're like <laughs> the least threatening person I've ever seen in my life. He just like squatting over. He's like he, he's like kind of like burnt to a crisp, you know. He has that weird like I don't know. He just looks sun baked, and yeah. he's like oh, there's man, some weird segments in this movie. Like for example, um, he creates all these schemes to like get the uh, fl- uh, flush out all the guys in the in the outback. So there's one scene where he kills a crocodile, and then <laughs> and then uh, guts it, and then dresses up with it like <laughs> in its skin. That's a lot of work, dude. <laughs> you kill the fucking crocodile just to put the, its head on your head. <laughs> It's rough. Oh, man. This, that's great. But yeah, I had a good time. Uh, I came home that night after karaoke and finished it. It was a good watch drunk. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. <laughs> you guys want to get into Star Wars The Last Jedi, what we're all here for? Sure. I completely forgot. That's what we're reviewing. Let the past die. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Darkness rises and light to meet it. I need someone to show me my place in all this. Come on! This is not going to go the way you think. Star Wars The Last Jedi, Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepared to do battle with the First Order, directed and written by Ryan Johnson, starring Daisy Ridley, John Bioga, and Mark Hamill. We also got some other cast members like um, what was the, Adam uh, Driver, um, what's her, Carrie Fisher. What's and, the Asian girl's name? Because I feel like she was. Dude, IMDb problem. does not list these people. Yeah, accordingly. It's, it's, it's all jumbled up. Yeah, it is real. It always bullshit. is, man. It always is. She had a lot of screen time. Like there's like a there's like extras first. Weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> Pilot one. Andy Circus and Oscar Isaac. We all know who Andy Circus is, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone that's computer. He's, he's, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's some other uh, cameos in here that I'm not going to mention. Probably. I believe her spoilers. name is uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Uh, okay. Kelly Marie Tran. Her name is Rose, right? Yeah. Okay, that's her. Mm-hmm. But uh, Steve, you want to uh, lead us off here? Yeah, you're a Star Wars Some guy, initial, right? Initial stuff here. Oh fuck, man! Star Wars. You, you saw the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, real quick before we get into it, <laughs> uh, you guys all saw the AMC? Yeah. So no, I uh, ended up going to Regal. 
Oh, okay. No assigned your, seats. Did you guys have regular seats or did you guys have the recliners? Recliners. I Dude, recliners. I had recliners. I did not know my seat were recliners. And I got there. I was like, holy shit. Which one did you go to? Uh, AMC's Kip A. They're uh, all yeah, they're recliners. all recliners. No, we, we've been in uh, shows where it wasn't recliners. Well, that was IMAX. IMAX doesn't have recliners. Do, don't you think it should? It should be. It makes, it makes, it makes sense. sense. Well, you don't get both. You pay like $25 for a ticket. You should have yeah. recliners. But yeah, every, that was my first time in the recliners. Every standard showing I've been in there has been recliners. Yeah, yeah the regular showings have recliners. The IMAX don't. I also, I, I always thought there were the recliners for the IMAX. No. no. Why do you no. think I always go there, man? It's nice. Know. I didn't go the there for this. Big as fuck. It's, it's the perfect viewing experience. I, yeah, Dude, I always fall asleep though. Just real quick, uh, I went and saw it at Regal. It's a big. They have big uh, yeah, auditoriums they have, there. They have like the ones with the balconies, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular showing on this particular day. That, first of all, there's Star Wars in every fucking theater mm-hmm. in the building. But my particular showing was the fucking the the old style one. You What's met, that? In the very back of Regal, where it's like just seats elevated. Oh, in the front. Yeah. yeah. No, no stairs. Just yeah. like a, it looks like Angelica. Mm-hmm. Fucking Star Wars there. Yeah, it's crazy. I I really enjoyed my viewing of this movie. I uh, I did like, not have a great viewing and. Yeah. Um, just oh, wow. real quick, I'll interject. This, oh, sound at AMC is really good too. Like yeah. that, that shown before. Before we start getting into reviews, well, I mean, if we're gonna on the subject of theater going experiences, uh, this guy behind me, directly behind me, uh, a little bit to my left, he laughed the whole movie. Now, when I say laughed, it, it was getting to the point where Tappy was like about to get up and like say something. I'm like, just let it go, let it go. Uh, a ship happy yeah dude a ship blows up a <laughs> uh, uh, animated creature shows up on screen not played for laughs just shows a an alien or something <laughs> and i'm like what the f- <laughs> what? all two and a half hours he does this and i'm like about two hours in i i'm like about to say something like make some sort of noise signaling like all right that's enough that's enough. And uh, it occurred to me that he might be a retarded person. And mm. I don't know this for sure, but I was like, I almost snapped on a retarded person. I was like, I didn't even occur to me at first. And I was like, oh, wait, that explains it. But yeah, it was um, it was awful. Like at first I thought he was laughing at stuff just to piss people off. And then he was just giggling away at the dumbest shit. Yeah, so uh, mouth breathers galore. Mouth okay. breathing all up in that atmosphere. Well, that sucks. Mine was great. Yeah, I mean it didn't Everyone distract too much. I think. Uh, oh, one thing did happen though. Um, I was in the aisle seat, and midway through the movie, I see something in the corner of my eyes on the stairs, and it's a, the tiniest mouse that I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking like the size of like half of my pinky. Oh, he he walks. He like jumps up on the stairs. <laughs> what? And he's just chilling there, and he's staring what? at me, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? Like, you enjoying this movie or a what? Mouse? <laughs> yeah, a mouse. The fuck? Yeah, and then he's like, he looks at me for a minute, and then Not he runs away. Rat? No, it's like a mouse. Like, I'm talking this thing the size of like two quarters. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. He's like, chill, man. It's the biggest movie of the year. Yeah. I, I, I got yeah, I'm not missing this shit. <laughs> Like, he had no shame. Like, he was not afraid of anybody. He's like, I'm seeing he this shit. I was scared of <laughs> trying to see this shit, too. Yeah. But, all right, let's go into it. Steve, what do you think? Steve, give us some initial thoughts here. You're the biggest Star Wars here. fan here, right? I'm not the biggest. I'm. I, that could be critical. Uh, Who's the biggest? I don't know. Are you? Are you? I don't think. Are you? I would say. No, he's a Trekkie. Uh, I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the I like the franchise. I like I like Star Wars in terms of movie going experiences. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I think so. I guess because I've not only watched uh, all the originals and the prequels, but I also watched the uh, the Clone Wars miniseries that they had yeah. for a while. I watched I the Clone watch Wars show. So I did you. We've, I played uh, Edgeville Republic. I play, yeah, I played all almost all the video games that came I think out. This uh, this leads me to and, be uh, the least biggest fan. And then also, I, I actually and and I think my favorite medium to enjoy Star Wars is comic books. Uh, they have a lot of interesting wow. like stories, wow. like sideline stories. You're the biggest fan I've ever met. Not really. Uh, so let me begin with Star Wars. Uh, I don't know if it's just me or I'm still just riding high, but I, I think it was a big improvement over The Force Awakens. I was wary at first just because I was reading this, the screen crawl and I'm reading it. I'm like, he's like, just wait, the Empire has found the Rebel base on this planet and they're about to attack them. And I'm like, oh God, no, they're not going to do Empire Strikes Back. They're not going to do Empire Strikes Back. And then the movie, I'm like, all right, just get that out of your head. Just watch the movie. Just fucking watch the movie. And lo and behold, they actually didn't do it. I was surprised. I thought for a second they were going to just re, just like redo uh, Empire, but they didn't, which I liked. Uh, I like how the story is laid out. It was something I wasn't expecting uh, in terms of uh, it's, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just like high, it's high stakes, but in a very like, you know, there's, how would you, how would you actually describe the scenario without really spoiling it? Uh, just like because contained, how, yeah. How the way the story was contained, like it's a very high stakes situation, but it happens within a short amount of time, like le- like less than forty eight hours, and there's all, all these different elements happening, and I think they're able to do it in a really good way, and also it's a lot like uh, Empire Strikes Back in that sense. I think. Uh, what do you mean? Like in terms of like how they're pacing the action throughout the movie, yeah, and like how the movie just centers around like the overall arc of like trying to get something done. Yeah, but it's not even just. I guess so, but I feel like I feel like Empire is not at, like that in that full way. Just because you do have something that is like happening right. that is the main crux, like of the story. Uh, let's see something else. Uh, I love the the character development. I think everyone had these these arcs. Uh, I think Poe is the biggest one. I think it was great, just because you see him from the beginning of the film and who he is and you see that transformation. Like, he's still that stubborn person or you still see that same man, but eventually realizing, like, you know, either who he has to be or how he like how he's going to get there. Uh, I would say uh, Finn is, has the least amount of character development out of all of them. I think he was pretty just... He just kind of played the same role he always played in uh, most of the film. And uh, Ray was great as well. Uh, Mark Hamill, I feel like it was... A little underused. I feel like we could have got a lot more out of him. Just looks. Is he just tired, or is yeah. he just, just old? His character. I mean, he's not that old though. I feel like yeah. he should have more spunk. Yeah, I don't know. He's. It's not like he did a horrible job. No, he I was still, a think, beaten Jedi. No, I mean, like master. everything he's in. I feel not like. <laughs> I feel like his back. voices. I feel like he could have had more. I feel like there, there could have been more at stake with his character at least, in the uh, in the situation that was brewing. Uh, we definitely need to have a spoiler talk because I can't talk about the story much without ruining anything. Okay. Yeah. All right, Shomo. Thoughts? Ooh, thoughts. Um, okay, well, as I said before, I think I'm the least attached to this uh, franchise. And, uh, you know, that's not to say that 
I, I think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, I don't know. A long time ago, um, not a long time ago, but in a galaxy far away, I had never seen a Star Wars uh, until like 2008 or something, like any of them, because like, I don't know, it was just, it's always against the grain. I didn't want to watch this thing that everybody else was interested in. And a friend of mine who's a big Star Wars fan was like, I'm going to do an experiment on you. I'm going to make you watch them in chronological order. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know anybody that's done that, so I'm going to make you do it. And I watched one, two, three, four, five, six, and uh, it was weird. Uh, so this particular movie, um, I rem- it's a lot. It feels a lot like The Force Awakens to me in terms of like, just like style and direction and everything. Um, I remember when The Force Awakens came out, I was reading reviews of people like, "Oh my God, I laughed, I cried, I shouted for joy," like stuff like that. And like, I you just, didn't feel any of that. No, and like this this movie doesn't have the power to do that. It's just it's whoever is of like obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah, it's a, it's a fan. What I'm saying it's like, and if I'm gonna review this as a movie, then it's not gonna be as good as if I were to review it on what it what it serves as fan service. You know, I do hear that a lot of the like like uh <laughs> purist Star Wars fans are upset about this movie. Oh, why is that? I don't know. They just thought like the there's a particular scene with Princess Leia they they said there was inconsistencies with and that with the, and yeah, they ignored there was one scene with they, Leia that yeah, I was just they like, ignored uh they ignored like hyperdrive science or some shit. I don't know. I don't fucking care. But basically um this movie is passable to me i saw the force awakens i was working down in florida with uh one of my bosses and he he was a big star wars fan and he fucking hated it how so i can't remember i think the major complaint is that uh people say it rips off completely what uh what a new hope was um my argument to that like yes it does but i think it's to lay a groundwork to continue this franchise it, it's hard to appease anyone with this fr- it, it's really hard this is one of these films that like you damn if you do and you damn if you don't like no matter what you do with it someone's gonna bitch yeah uh, and um, i think i think to say that it's a bad movie the force awakens is a bold statement it's not a bad movie it's not what you like he's like what did you really want from it i mean george luke has tried his hand at star wars with the original uh with the uh, prequels and people yeah, yeah. bitched him out for that too like sure yeah, I like mean, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we'll we'll talk about this in our discussion. I think, but yeah. um, stuff like this. But so when I saw Force Awakens, I was like, sure. I don't. You know. had a fun it was, time. I was middle of the road for me. I didn't. I, I wouldn't say I had a fun time. Like, Did you see Rogue One? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Uh, I, I was going to, but then I was like, well, it's not part of the same story. Mm-hmm. It's not the same storyline. It's so. but it's before A New Hope. Yeah. So, right yeah. yeah but it's not you don't after, need to watch it yeah, yeah, yeah you don't need to watch it um what one of my first thoughts when i saw force awakens is i'm not buying kylo ren i don't enjoy him as a villain oh. i just don't i just don't see it like i'm not i want to be scared of him i'm not he, scared of him like i think i think that's what it is it's some and that's the reason i like kylo ren because i think he's actually for the first time in a while where I mean, when we look back at the prequels, like this is the first time we get a Sith who is 
yeah. actual like conflicted like there's I some know, character there. but it it fucks up my perception of his evil like i feel like i'm just waiting for him to be good like it, i don't know it's just it, i don't feel it it's be- I, it, I was scared fucking shitless of a uh, darth maul yeah darth maul yeah but he's like but horror he, movie status yeah it's because he's generic like bad guy let's fucking make him look scary hey, and man. his horns and it was pretty it was nothing well, he had no no layers to or him. even vader you know give me vader like, like the vades but I, I like kylo ren just because he is someone who is like they're he is also a boy. different they're different different types of arcs of each other's sure. character like like you said dark maul he's more he's more ominous yeah. than what the, the uh, dark vader was and and kylo honestly ren. um i don't know i feel like maybe can the uh, Snoke guy, and uh, they could have brought like a new villain in this or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my. I, I'm not a Star Wars guy. Some people say that's not how it works. It doesn't work like that. It's Star Wars. What the um, fuck? Do you, uh, what? <laughs> I don't know, dude. They're touchy, man. They're touchy. That's why they hate Lucas for the the prequels, and the, you know they're touchy. Um, but overall, I mean, it does its fair share of like introducing little critters. I mean, I always loved BB-8. BB-8 is is tight. He's tight as fuck. How do you feel about those little pork things? Those little oh, they're adorable. I love cute shit. Um, Star Wars fans hate those too. Why? I dude, I, I've been I've read a lot about this shit, but like they came up in a few reviews. I just as saw negative. That. Like, dude, it, the fuck? It adds nothing to the story. It doesn't subtract or add anything. Why are you bitching about that? You know, fucking George Lucas would have loved it. He yeah. loves his critters. You know, he loves. Little characters and stuff. I like how they were they made them CGI, but they're also able to make them look robotic and like animatronic. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think the movie is fine. Um, I think it drags a little bit. I don't really. I'm not having a good time on the island with Luke. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's where I was saying. Like, it's something. Oh, there's mean, something there that kind of like. It's not like it's bad. It's just something that's there that I felt like. I don't know. It's it hard just, for me to really like pinpoint. The jumping back and forth to me got exhausting. Like jumping to the island, back to the the bridge. Well, of the there's, ship a, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. But like, I don't know. I, I just uh, I don't know. I, I I can't tell you what I would have done different because Ex- I'm not yeah. well versed in Star Wars. But as a movie, I, I wasn't entertained during those parts. There was one. There was a scene that re- what which i thought there was like i would say maybe two or three scenes on the island which i really liked and there's one i can't talk about because it's straight spoilers which was great and i and i think you guys know which one i'm talking about which i thought uh with i don't see i can't say it the milk i'm just kidding (laughs) i forgot about that yeah that that shit was like that was like in in this movie that was a big fall victim of some uh some shit that we just don't need it in 2017 like like for instance, uh, Finn John Boyega's character is like he's fighting someone, uh, and he kind of like comes up from behind them and goes, "Hey," and then he hits them. And I'm like, "We're done. We don't need that anymore. Like that is just we don't need that." Yeah. Did you find that like, everyone's being trying to be too funny? Like everyone's super yeah. Clever? And like what I'm saying is like, and like I like the I, I'm not saying be like Thor, but if you're gonna be funny this is the year or this is the time to take risks. And I just don't think they're taking risks in this franchise, which is fine, I guess, but it's not, not for me. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, see, look what happened to like Rogue One and people were complaining. Oh, it's too slow. It's too this. It's too that. You know, it's just. You right. Know. Yeah. I mean, but sometimes you just got to yeah. cram it down their fucking throats. I don't know. I feel like we should get from like Harvey and Sean. Yeah, let's get, we, let's get some uh, Harvey? other people. Thoughts? Oh, shit. Um, well, you just pulled out of some notes. No, it's uh, like talking points. I didn't really create notes for this one. Freestyle. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, it's like a controlled freestyle. Uh, yeah, I think this one is a little bit more bold than um, The Force Awakens. Uh, Tom mentioned that he didn't feel that it took enough uh, risks. But I believe that it takes more risks than uh, The Force Awakens. Which I mean, uh, I, I, won't, I won't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, as a whole. Yeah, I, I thought it was more original and more bold than uh, The Force Awakens, and I appreciated that out of it. For example, the yeah, there's just some weird shit in this movie. Um, and uh, like as far as like editing goes and special effects, it does some uh, pretty uh, unconventional things, things that actually make it look uh, a lot like the 80s Star Wars films. Like if you pay close attention, like the doors and stuff, and like you mentioned the little birds and how they look uh, like animatronic, but also CGI at the same time. Yeah. And there's also a well, that's a spoiler, but uh, yeah, they use uh, puppetry in this one, which I thought was pretty cool because yeah, the standard now is just to use CGI for everything. So I thought that, that was a good move. Reminds like some of the creatures that are like influences from like crystal skulls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. Um, I think this movie is... Was it Crystal Skulls or Crystal Castles? Crystal, crystal Castles is a band. band. Crystal, 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 crystal King, s- Kingdom. Crystal Kingdom. No, no, no. no you're Skull. talking about Crystal the movie. Skull. Yeah, with the Jim Henson movie, yeah, right? Jim Henson. Crystal, yeah. crystal. Crystal. Just call it that. Crystal Skulls? Dark, dark Crystal? Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I, I just saw them happen. at the uh, the museum a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. trying to remember what it was. Um, I think this movie is unbalanced in a couple ways. Specifically... Uh, as far as character development goes, and uh, just uh, I think someone mentioned that earlier. Uh, like Finn is uh, we're no closer to knowing exactly who Finn is and why he deserted the um, yeah, I feel like that was taken up, that was a backseat. Like, everyone else yeah. has like some these good arcs. I think Poe has the best one. Maybe we're just getting too many characters, man. But that's, slow it down. That's also an issue I was going to bring up. Uh, it's also imbalanced in the sense they bring in these new characters and they have to uh, create backstories with them and flesh them out. Although I did like uh, Benicio del Toro. No, I wasn't. Gonna, I was. I, I, I feel like he was completely unnecessary. But um, he was unnecessary. But I liked his character. I feel like it brought like this element of. Uh, I didn't like him. Really, he I was like, just a weird dude that breaks locks and he kind of stuttered in a weird way. Yeah, but, but I feel like we're gonna see him in the next movie, and. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think he I think he's gonna he's gonna have another he's gonna have an arc with Finn in the next movie. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, they brought in the uh, girl. I believe she's Taiwanese. Perhaps I don't remember her name. In uh, Tran. Yeah, I'm the thinking Tran Vietnamese. That, that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I liked uh, her sisters is in the beginning, so I liked that they tied that together and brought in a new character that way. Although that did take out of a. Uh, yeah, narrative power they could have used for Finn or for uh, Luke. Because I mean, we don't we understand like why Luke's been in exile, 
However, I feel like they just underutilized the fuck out of his character. Okay, and yep. there was so much, I don't know, there was so much hype surrounding him coming back. And I just feel like his character in this film and uh, where he went was kind of a uh, disappointment. Or at least for me, it was. Um, no, I agree. That's what I'm saying. There's something about it. I don't know. I can't really pinpoint, but it's just I feel like he could have. It felt like a cop out. Yeah, I feel like he, they put him in there. And he was just like kind of underutilized in terms of just uh, to the whole story or the yeah. scope of the story. I completely get what they were trying to do because this is about Ray now and it's not not necessarily about uh, Luke. However, they could have made that transition a bit more meaningful, I guess. Uh, it it just felt uh, very weak t- to me. Um, I also have a problem with uh, Kylo Ren and... Uh, with Snoke and Kylo Ren, I feel like this isn't the dark side. It doesn't feel so evil anymore. Snoke mm-hmm. is somewhat evil, but we also know nothing about that fucking dude at all. It's so um, weird. Like, we didn't get anything about him. Like, I I, I got into this movie knowing just yeah. as much as I did yeah. after watching that hologram in the if first it, one. If anything, it raises more questions. This Because I can't talk about it without spoiling it, but like, you, now you're like, who the fuck is this dude? And, uh, Kylo is just he he's like the I don't know emo uh young adult fucking Star Wars uh antagonist. He's not he's not like evil. Like I he's agree so with, conflicted, but yeah, I feel like it works for him just because there's some there's some personality. That's why I nah, like it. You wanna know who's conflicted? Vegeta in Dragon Ball All right, Z. All right, let's not get into Dragon Ball Z again. Yeah, but, Real quick, I read a review. I'm sorry to interrupt, Harvey, but it's uh, it was, uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren's Spotify end of the year wrap up playlist. <laughs> okay. And uh, shit, I lost it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll keep going, but while you find it, um, yeah, I feel like I've only been talking about negatives. There are some positives here. Like I said, it's uh more bold and I like decisions that it made in terms of uh, like special effects and the editing. Um. It's also a very fun movie if you overlook these things. Um, I like that there's a more focus on like space battles and shit. That that all of that looked really cool. Yeah. Um, I do like the comedy. I know that some people may think it's like too much and that Star Wars should be more serious. But I mean, it Star is, Wars has never been serious. Yeah, it's fucking. No, I, it's I fucking agree Star with. Uh, we need yeah, definitely have comedy, but like the hey, whack like. Yeah, there's stuff a, like that. We need to replace it with actual good. I like the first, uh, the first scene, scene with hugs. Yeah, that was that. That was that, that was, was funny. funny. Yeah. yeah, what first scene? Where, uh, Where Poe like, is like trying. Are you there? And he kept oh, yeah, asking yeah, him, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like fucking with him. Like I was like, yeah, see. Yeah, that was a good scene. Um, but yeah, I think the comedy definitely works. I didn't laugh a lot, but I mean, I chuckled a few times. It's a. Uh, yeah, it's uh, difficult to watch these things if it if they were completely serious. Um, How did you like the scenes with uh, Ray and Kylo, like these conversations they had back? I thought that was really cool. I like how the way it was done. Like we, they, you never saw them in the same shop, but they had these like conversations. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really interesting. I felt like that's something we haven't seen before in Star Wars. Yeah, I, I and like the character interaction, like you actually get to know them a little bit and who they are. I like the i, I like the idea of it. Um, 
yeah, I don't really know what this means for Ray's character, like, uh, and the relationship between the two, uh, for the for the subsequent movies. But um, yeah, I thought it was a cool idea that they implemented. I'm pretty sure a lot of Star Wars nerds were pretty fucking upset by that. Maybe why? I don't know. Being able to, I don't know, because it doesn't make sense to me, but it seems fine. But I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were upset by them being able to communicate through, uh, like, uh, with light years between them. It's the force. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. There's a. Oh, um, also want to talk about. Uh, I like the use of color as well. Like red was like a heavy emphasis, and we saw that in the. Uh, the Snow, uh, Snoke's like yeah. control. I really like that scene with all the bodyguards in red and like. Yeah. I salt. thought it was really great. That was a that was a really fun the, scene. The salt fields. Yeah. I oh, like, that was yeah, that was great too. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I do like the I do like the fighting scenes too. The uh, saber scenes are more grounded in this movie, and I think they have a. There's much more. Uh, I don't know a lot about uh, like samurais and shit, but this the, it seems like. There's like a, some samurai style fighting influences that that were put into like the choreography and stuff. Because if you look back on uh, like the prequels and shit, yeah, it's just a people spinning in the air like and it's fucking garbage to look at. But I thought these were yeah much more tolerable and grounded, and they look kind of cool and you realistic. Get time to look at it, like I don't know, it's just like intricacies. Yeah, like that fucking one with the uh, when Yoda's fighting uh Count Dooku and he's like yeah, flying yeah, all over the shit. Fucking, ugh. I hate it. But, uh, yeah, I remember this that is, shit. This, is, this isn't bad. <laughs> I think I think Sean needs to talk now. Yeah, she um, haven't heard shit. <clears throat> uh, so right off the bat, I think that this movie, uh, what Rain Johnson was able to do, like he had a lot of creative control, from what I understand, ju- mainly because uh, the producers love his first script, and I think this, the movie that we got, was his actual first script of this uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Of this uh, particular one in the sec- in the tr- uh, trilogy, but uh, I think that this movie should have been what Force Awakens was. This movie as a whole looks a lot different, um, and I think it, a lot of it is due to Rain Johnson's style of directing. Um, and what I'm, what I'm really talking about is that the Force Awakens spends a lot of time um, with certain characters that kind of like are overused. In the first 30 minutes of Force Awakens, we get a lot of character introductions, and we spend a lot of time with these characters. Uh, that kind of, most of their plots don't go anywhere within that film, and which raises way too many questions. This movie, it's kind of the opposite. We get a lot of certain uh, plot point reveals, and it's not so much building up towards the ending. We get a lot of stuff within its own segments, which I really appreciate. I'm trying to jump around like certain things that I want yeah. to mention, but um. Uh, right off the bat, I really enjoy this movie. I don't have a lot that I actually don't like in this film. Yeah. Um, this movie really worked for me in terms of like having fun. Um, I like a lot of the action sequences. I think Rain Johnson is a great person to direct sci- like sci-fi actions and also like captivate emotional uh, moments in the movies pretty well. Uh, this movie even looks a lot different in terms of like color compared to Force Awakens, where um, what's his name? JJ. JJ Abrams kind of like has a certain style. Yeah. This movie actually looks the color of this movie kind of reminds of Looper, which was probably like the last movie he did. There's also a lot less lens flare in this. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I'm trying to get at. Like the movie looks a lot different. It even has a different style of tones, like different color tones. Like if you if you notice like the desert that we see in the first movie, that that, that color palette looks completely different. 
than than how it does in this movie. Just like the sand, like all those like grayish, like kind of more of a washed out tone where mm-hmm. uh, J.J. Abrams like high saturated colors, lens flares, things of that nature. So I really appreciate that touch of the movie because with these movies, we don't know how much of like direction the directors actually get to like inject uh, because it is a Disney movie and they're, you know, like you say, overlords. We don't know exactly how much goes into it. But I feel like a lot. He had a lot of creative control in this yeah. movie this because is, this, they they this really they too. really liked uh, Rain Johnson from what I've been told, and they gave him a lot of freedom. Uh, and I think that really shines through in this movie. In terms of like all the back and forth jumping around, um, I thought that was pretty well done. Um, I didn't have any uh, bad criticism in terms of like the island. There's a segment where um, Rose and Finn teams up and they go to like this other planet. I love that's probably one of my favorite segments of the movie. I know Harvey said you don't like um, Benicio del Toro's character, but uh, uh, I enjoyed it. It was different. It kind of plays a little bit comedic, and I feel like there's a lot more with that character. I, I like seeing him. So I actually, when he came on, he might have been one of the most like surprised. Yeah, that's probably the most surprised I've been. In the I, movie. Yeah, I like a, I like his just his overall just demeanor, yeah. and I thought he brought like I think he raises questions, mm-hmm. and I basically. Raises questions for Finn to ask himself in later movie. I in think the, it's the, the, movie, uh, I like think it's the renegade in me that likes him. Mm-hmm. There's a <laughs> there's a segment in that in that se- se- uh, that uh, segment I'm talking about that has a an action sequence that was really really well done. When they're on those like I don't want to say too much, but they're on these creatures and they're kind of like it's an escape mm-hmm. plot point. And uh, I thought looked that was done good. really well. CGI looked good too. Yeah, the CGI was great. Um, there's a lot of cameos in this movie too that was uh kind of like i i think that certain things wasn't necessary yeah like luke skywalker i was like what the fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know he's gonna be in this um what's he doing here i think if you're gonna compare these like this movie just based on like the lucas's prequels they're more structurally sound by far i think than the prequels were this movie paces pretty well to where you, you can just sit back and not much of it's lingering and they, I don't think the pacing was a problem for for me at least. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with the action sequences, especially everything with Poe in the beginning. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, because I'm not great well versed in Star Wars lore and history and stuff like that, so I'm I'm in terms of like movie going experience. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. that's how I tried to approach well, the this. Thi- the problem is, is that the people who are like diehard fans, we, I mean, I I, I love Star Wars as much as the next guy, but it's like. When Disney bought it, they got rid of all the canon, like that the extended mm-hmm. universe shit. Like you don't need to know that; it's not important to these stories that they have, like the main, the the six, and then the uh, the next one. That's, so I would say like what eight, nine, the nine mm-hmm. actual core films, and then the small little ones are doing in between. So I mean, it's not necessary for you. I, I don't. I feel like people are nitpicking because. Right, they have, and they're also like trying. Like, they're also trying to pick at something that can't really quite be achieved anymore because of like that nostalgic, magical like aspect of watching those first movies. It this it. I don't think you can really recreate that. Yeah, so I think if you like Star Wars, um, you should just let people like take it where they want to go. I mean, why? It's not yours, bitch. Someone else made it, and you happen to like it. Like you don't have the fucking mm-hmm. I. We'll talk about this later, but I just get annoyed at people with the, the audacity to think that Star Wars is close to their heart and not anybody else's. Yeah, it's just like I don't know for me it's the audacity. Yeah. I mean I didn't really I didn't 
I don't even know what this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't do any research. Oh, it's doing great. Like, it's doing great and what critics. they were saying, but... And then the user reviews are really bad. But well, that's the thing, the same thing that happened with The Force Awakens when they were like, they were complaining, it's just like A New Hope. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah? Then it's then it did what it was supposed to do. So who cares that it has like a similar structure? Did you like the characters? Did you like the action? Do you like this new take on or like where it's going in terms of like the story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I don't understand what's the major complaint. Like you know, like I I don't get it. Yeah. You know, I really don't. It's it blows my mind every time someone's just like this is a shit movie. I'm like it's. Yeah, I mean, look, it's overall. I'm like, I'm the guy to fucking bash blockbusters and it's it's not a bad movie if you're if you think it's a bad movie then you literally have never seen are being selfish <laughs> no i think they're just, they're just being selfish like they i want... said i think this movie is a good watch um hands down compared oh, yeah. to like it's force awakens fun. um i have a, I actually I had a lot of force fun with it pretty similar to rogue one as well. i feel pretty closely as i do with that i actually like rogue one as more uh, i haven't i tried to watch and like i said i fell asleep but then uh i think about it the more I think about it, I'm not that like it's a good movie. Like there's good elements to it, but it's not the movie I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's like a there's a lot of missteps in terms of characters. Like like we don't at the end from beginning to end we don't know who these people are. So why the fuck should I care? I think that's what the movie is about. But like, because of the way the outcome of the movie as a whole, I don't know. I feel like they it was like a missed opportunity. I feel like it, also finding out that there was a lot of reshoots in terms of uh I think screen testing. Mm-hmm. It just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because the original trailer and then what we got at the end wasn't what I was expecting. And uh, so, like, I'm not too, like, high on Rogue One right now. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I feel like I feel like Force Awakens, I feel like Rogue One is, like, here and then Force Awakens and then it's, like, Last Jedi mm-hmm. as of right now. There's one, else, uh, one other thing I really liked in this movie I wanted to mention before we move on. There's a surrealistic element to Rey's character and everything that surrounds her turmoil. Uh, in for in regards to like filmmaking and how that stuff was shot and edited, I thought was amazing. Especially the things that what's happening to her on the island. Oh yeah, that was a, that was so yeah. weird because I'm like, is this in a fucking Star Wars movie? Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Uh, that, was, that was kind of interesting <laughs> to you know inject in this series. Yeah, that's like those. Are, that was the, one of the handful of scenes I was talking about where I'm like, though, that was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh. I uh, I like the this movie is shot differently too compared to Force Awakens. This movie has a lot of I don't know if this is due to uh, his direction, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson's direction, but there's a lot of move and quick pans in this film. Whereas J.J. Uh, um, Abrams, he uses a lot of fast pans and like, he stays there. This one, uh, there's a lot of revolving pans and stuff like that, and I thought that was pretty cool. The, the swivel dissolves. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. Uh, uh, JJM's movie Force Awakens didn't have a lot of that stuff in there, and I think this is, is due to his direction mainly. Um, I, I think uh, it's it sets the stage very good. I think that first uh, star fight, mm-hmm. star fight, <laughs> space fight uh, was great. It's like Dunkirk in space. Yeah. Not not that not quite that good, yeah, but, but uh, mm-hmm. it was good. No, it was it was it, it did what a Star Wars movie should. Do it was entertaining. It was fun. Yeah, it's just that they they actually like instead of it just being explosions in your face, they actually did a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, especially yeah, that was the way that oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all for movie. me. I don't, um, I don't have too much criticism as I said. I don't even. Know. I think this movie really works for me uh, in terms of like a movie going experience and like just having some just real fun with it. Yeah, same here. I it's like 
it's hard for me to really like if i'm gonna complain about things it's just me being just nitpicking mm-hmm. and but it doesn't take away from the overall movie going experience and what i and how much i enjoyed it yeah. at the theater and i think it's one of those movies like if someone was to ask me like hey do you want to go see that i'm like yeah i'll go see it again i would even go as fun. far as saying that if this movie just ends with this this franchise ends with this movie it would be okay because of the i don't think i, I mean obviously they're making a third one they're probably gonna do some other stuff but I think this movie ends on a note that uh, that really resonates with me. Yeah. The note yeah. it ends on is good, but then there's the problem with all these, like with Hardy brought up. Like I still don't know anything about these fucking characters. Like, uh, you gotta, I, I you think learn, that's fine. You learning to me, that's okay. You learning you learning about Ray. You learning about Kylo. Finn. We're still we still need to know. Uh, Poe. We're understanding a lot more. From, from what I read, um, Rain Johnson's going to do a lot more with uh, Finn. And Poe in the next film. Yeah, it needs to because I feel like body cop film. No, man, no. I would see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about spoilers? Like, I don't really have much to talk about. Do you, I think we kind of uh, touched on certain things. I don't, I don't <laughs> like, I was gonna say Benicia editorials spoiler stuff, but I'd rather not talk about spoilers at all. Really? No. Yeah, I don't think that we need to. I, no, I don't know. What is there to talk about? I mean, is there any gripes or anything? I don't you think we're the guys to do the spoiler review. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have anything significant to say about the spoilers. So. Yeah, I mean, it would just basically be like the end. I'll talk about yeah. that. I'll talk about the well, ending. I'll talk about a lot of the character uh, revelations. I'll talk about like certain critical scenes and where you think the franchise wow. might go. Wow. Okay. Jesus. From this okay. point on, like, dude, so you want to flush this out? Well, huh? I'm saying there's this this movie. You, you could actually dissect it, and you're like sitting there, like, where is this going to go? Because just, it, it, because this. It. Because the thing is about this movie, and this is why I like it so much, is that it did something I think no no Star Wars movie would have ever done. Mm-hmm. And and I, do you really think they would have ever done that in any other Star Wars movie? What, what do you Rogue mean? One's Rogue One's pretty fucking good, dude. I don't know. No, but they did something. I'm like, like I was just like, holy shit, and I, think, I loved it. I think, I'm like, that's I think like Rogue One. I think this different. movie actually uh, resembles the style of Rogue One in in the terms of like character development. There's no development in Rogue One. It's, That's not true at all. There's there's one character. There's one character. The main That's character, like you get a Jones? lot from her. No, you don't. She's like stand there person. She, you, get, she, you get a lot. She completely. she her the relationship arcs, with her and Mads. What's his name? Mickelson. Madison, you don't get whatever. you don't even get that much from her. You see them in the beginning, and then she's like, "I want to see my father." Yeah, they see him, but then it also jumps to his character and his explanation, of everything that's going on, and like his. I, think you don't, uh, I don't think you get much from that at all. I think she's actually the, one of the weaker parts of the movie. Hey man, now, I think we're, now we're getting down to it right now. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Rogue One. I was hoping I was hoping for an espionage Star Wars film. What we got, I feel like, was treading there, and then they just backed away because I don't think they. I don't think it was gonna do well with the audience. I didn't. I was hoping for like an espionage film, a noir. Yeah, like something mm-hmm. like darker and Blade like, Runner. I think Slow. if they, I think if they cut out a lot of these characters, ancillary characters that they had in the film, yeah. and really focused on her and her journey, and like that's the thing. It's just like I feel like she was just kind of like a placeholder. That's what she felt like for me. I was like, okay. I don't agree with that. I don't know. I think you need to rewatch it. I had a lot of fun I've with it. I watched it three times. I saw it twice. It. Yeah, I saw when they released look, it on Netflix. I'll let you guys know. Watch it. Let me know. I feel like you're going to be on my side. We'll see. I will Ooh. watch it. No, I, I'm a Star Wars completionist. I'm not, or just completionist in general. I'll, I'll sit there and watch all of them, even though. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Ryan Johnson, he's doing the third one, right? No, I think J.J. Abrams is doing the third one. I, but I think like, yeah, Taika Waititi. Ryan Johnson the wrote one. the third one. Yeah, Ryan Johnson, I think he's he wrote the third one. J.J. Abrams is directing it, but then Disney is giving Ryan Johnson three separate Star Wars movies that he's going to work on himself. But yeah. it's not going to be connected to this universe. It's going to be something that happens, I think, way before. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be the origin stories that he's so supposed to be writing. Imagine all the, all the cinematic gold they could be making if they weren't wrapped up in this. Yeah. All these people. Yeah. Could be making good like some weird shit. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. What else do you guys want to talk about? Uh that's I think about we should it. drop some scores. So. All right. Steve. I'm conflicted right now. Oh my god. I mean, you sound pretty sure about it. Four point five. God. god. Dude, I think this is the best out of all the ones that have come out. I think this is the best one. There's only two. There's three. Well, that Rogue they've It's not in this story, though. I mean. But I mean, like in terms of like the ones Disney is pumping out. We're Just gonna get. It's not a. It's not a. You know. Well, of, well, next year when we review Han Solo movie, sure. Cult. I actually more gravitated towards that than any of the other. I hear Star Wars. I think that's gonna be a disaster. Uh, it could be a disaster, <laughs> but if there's one character, shit. if there's one character, I give the shit, give the most shit about it, it was Han Solo. Yeah, uh, it just sounds like a nightmare. What's been going on with it? Yeah, and then Harrison Ford is gonna come out as like a molester, and then yeah, I don't know about that, but damn, <laughs> Han Solo. Shit. All right, uh, four and a half. Um, I guess my only like thought for this movie would just be sure, like sure, yeah. Uh, it's, I hope that doesn't sound condescending, but I mean, I really mean it. It's like, it's obviously not made for me. Like the fan service they do is not with me in mind. Uh, but as a movie, I mean, I just give it a three and a half, but I, I honestly don't think I like this any more or less than the force awakens. Okay. The things that people hate about force awakens didn't bother me. I thought it was, Hey, I was like, Oh shit. Han Solo's back. Chewbacca's back. I was like, all right, this is a good time. You know, that's just kind of how I looked at it. Okay. Harvey? Um, yeah, I think this is slightly better than uh, Force Awakens. Uh, I gave this one a three and a half. I believe I gave Force Awakens a three. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, I think this one does the new things that Force Awakens didn't necessarily do. The rehash story did bother me a lot. I felt it didn't offer anything new to the Star Wars franchise uh but yeah like i said this one does have like some weird balance issues as far as the characters go uh things like that kind of bothered me so three and a half cool um i'll go four and a half um hard i'm talking like a high four and a half yeah they have top three um, of the year i thought i yeah, think this, this movie's is... superior far superior than force awakens um but is that why you gave it a four and a half no because i thought it? the movie was really good right. i thought it was great actually a uh, lot of fun with it. Um, I don't have any complaints with character uh, balancing. Um, I like everything with uh, Kylo Ren and Rey. Thought that probably my favorite segment in the film. Uh, their um, storyline there, but yeah, four and a half, high four and a half for me. Uh, I, I would like even go so. Out. I would. I would even like to see see this movie again in yeah. theaters. I can't say that I'm uh, too. I don't know. I don't think I want to. Okay. It's so good. But you but, know, Star Wars isn't like my, my Yeah, you're not into this kind of stuff. I mean, I love sci fi though. I mean I 
I love space. I don't. I wouldn't consider stuff, uh, Star Wars really sci-fi. Yeah, it's not though. sci-fi. It's it, like but you're right, though. It is more fantasy, fantasy than sci-fi. It's a fantasy sci-fi, which I like the hardcore. I I almost like. I'm in the boat with Harvey. Like I like Star Trek as far as like technology goes. Like I like that. That's why it's strange to me that fans would get upset. Uh, Star Wars fans would get upset about the technology in this because I feel like. This isn't a traditionally like scientifically accurate. Uh, it's never franchise. been. <laughs> well, yeah, it's never been. So that's yeah. the style. I can see like Star Wars fans getting or, or Star, Star Trek, Trek Star fans Trek fans get getting upset. upset by that. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much like rules. Like Star Trek fans, place. they're they're more yeah. pure. This is true. Well, yeah, it's different. Like a lot of us are grounded in like scientific theory. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, um, four and a half for me. Shit, liked Ooh. it a lot. Uh, right out of the theater, I was like, holy shit, that was good. Um, wow. My girlfriend this liked it. Surprising to me. Why? Why? I did. I'm just surprised you guys liked it that much. I liked it a lot. It's like, because I was like, dude, in the, I in it was wa- good. there's a point in the movie like, whoa, this movie is like a five. Really? And what? then like, yeah, yeah I'm not even joking. It just does it's, things it's so differently that you won't expect. Different from than what, though? Star Wars or Star other Wars. movies? Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going off other movies and I watch, watch movies. Uh, but the thing, this has baggage. This whole Star franchise. Wars doesn't exist in a vacuum, you know? It's but it has baggage. Like it has like this whole history. Sure. And uh, so it's, it's Fast and the Furious. Don't not talk about this that trash. In, in my, same shit. In the, my same house. characters. Or not no. I think I think where I was hitting a five the fucking worst characters. was the segment with Snoke, Kylo Ren, and Ray in the same room. Yeah, that's the scene and I was, I was talking like, about. Holy shit. That was good. Yeah, that's probably the best scene in the film. Yeah. I like that lot stuff of, a lot. That fight segment was incredible. It was like the most Star Wars thing. If you were really into Star Wars, like if you played a lot of the games, if you read a lot of comic books or read the books. Like, that's the most Star Wars moment you can ever have in a movie that I feel like none of the other movies have ever even oh. come close to touching. Here's the thing I'll Because bring I think it really brings... I don't know. I feel like that's... I don't know. That's something the you... Sto- would- Story-wise, I think that scene was good. As far as, like, action on the eyes, like, that's another thing I was saying, like, whereas these movies and a lot of other franchises don't take risks. Like, when, when there's f- lightsaber fights, like... I don't know. Why don't you get like an Asian guy in there and choreograph this shit? Because the choreography is just the thing about it takes they, some risk. They, they did know? that in Rogue One. They did that did in they? yeah. Because I want to see. I want to see like a fucking like top notch action. And what's his name? Donnie Yen. The Don, problem, dude, yeah. Right, I don't think we. So, I don't think we've in, gotten he's there. He's in Rogue yet. One. See, all right, all right. Well, like, it's twenty seventeen. Fight scene. No, I mean it, we haven't gotten there in the uh, story yet. I, I mean, obviously, the battle between. Kylo and uh, Ray's gonna happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but like, is it gonna be good? But the problem is, know. we we've already gotten I mean, that. I, I like the, ba- the last battle. In but it should Revenge be. It should be. What I'm saying. Listen, it should be yeah. a standard. It's 2017. This but shit no, needs a look. But that's the thing. I don't. That's the one thing I also liked about this but movie. It, you're is also that talking it, about a style of fighting. You're yeah. not no, talking I'm about talking the direction like, of. Fight. No, I'm talking like even Atomic Blonde. He's talking about looking good. Yeah, I thought that scene looked good. Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought I thought the, those characters were because well that's how as well. you fight with a fucking no. space sword. Like either either you can get that's the prequel shit where they're flipping around and they're fucking doing this the whole fucking time, the only, or you get the something only one really of the prequels like, that look good fighting. Is done or or there's a, there's a third option you can get something like a little bit more aggressive, you know? But. Yeah, we you get that in different Star Wars movies. I think this was good for what it was. It wasn't like I think you'll get that in Rogue One with Donnie Yen. They, and it was Donnie Yen's involved, of course. Um, yeah, you, you barely get that. Move on. This isn't good podcasting. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's just people talking over each other. The entire uh, one, yeah, so. that's whole podcasting. You with me though, Harvey? <laughs> yeah. We need more kung fu. I'm just. Kidding. I mean, yeah, I can understand what you're saying by that. Uh, I do think that 
the combatness was a step up from like other shit though, because the uh, prequel stuff with them just fucking ridiculous. they're just CGI people. So I think this is more practical and grounded. I think this is a step up. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if uh, it could get cooler. Yeah, yeah, it should yeah. get like a uh, some. You know, let's just let an Asian guy direct well, the entire movie. See next this. Time. See this is what it all come down to again with baggage is like you're seeing at it from an outside perspective. It's just like. Why don't we do more flips and kicks and shit? No, not flips and kicks. But just like, like we, something we, we've, we already we haven't seen that. before. And But that's the thing, though. What haven't you not seen before? I don't know. When I watched Atomic Bond, I didn't like that movie, but I ain't never seen some shit like that staircase. But all right. Something. But, so like, like with, with lightsabers, risk, you know? the thing is with lightsabers, I have that preconceived knowledge. Cut off knowledge. a fucking finger or something? I don't know. They no. did that in the Bourne series. <laughs> like what they call it? Like with, all right. So... There's already a pre-existing knowledge that not anyone could wield a lightsaber. So it's this delicate thing. It's something that you practice. It's like when you practice kendo. It's more like strikes. It's like it's more patience. Yeah, it's and not that's about, what else they. And that's kendo, what they did. But kendo is a. It's based off of a point system. Well, I'm talking I mean, about the. You're style, not there to hurt them. But that's what I'm saying. It's the style of in which they move. It's more like it's like is like you're waiting for the moment where your opponent is open. Yeah, it's more strategic. Strategic. I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't know. I th- I th- I think you're nitpicking. I think it's just cheap and easy. That's why they do it. I don't know. I think you're nitpicking. I think that was a great scene. Hey man, I like action. That was. If you're was gonna action. do some action. Fucking do it. It's 2017. Sorry, I wasn't fucking gold. What was the <laughs> shit you like? Fucking golden. Why that? J- Jason Statham should just be one of the fucking. Don't bring that. He fast- should have been the villain. Kill Kylo yourself. Ren, Jason Statham. Kill yourself. The fucking <laughs> kill yourself. Been lit. All right, let's move this. on. <laughs> I know Sean agrees with that deep down. So. Mm, uh, I think the fighting sequence in this film works in terms of like the universe. But you agree that it would have been better with Jason Statham? <laughs> no. I mean, not in this movie. <laughs> it sure would be ridiculous. Like, well, stunt double, give him a wig. I don't know. <laughs> Why God. would you bring him in out of everyone you could bring in? If we're going to put a wig on, <laughs> why would you don't bring like an actual like martial let's, art expert? Let's, he's, let's, he's just, let's he on. should just stay in the Fast and Furious series. Let's pick, a, let's pick a, a movie for next week. All right. Wait, what's coming out? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I don't. What's coming out next week? Anybody no knows? Idea. Is it like uh, some Oscar bait shit? We also need to talk about that when we're going to record next week. <laughs> um. Read. Oh, because it's Christmas? Is it Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. So Christmas is on the Monday? Yeah. Okay. So next week we got, um, well, there's some, actually, uh, I guess everyone's releasing the stuff midweek. Well, I think there's midweek and then there's like. Yeah. Like Jumanji comes out midweek. The Greatest Showman comes out midweek. Pitch Perfect as well. Uh, Downsizing comes out on the 22nd. The Post also on the 22nd. Hostiles. We also got Bright that's going to be released on Netflix. That does not look good to me. Um, but we have Phantom Thread on Christmas. So I don't know. This is kind of complicated. Because I'm going to see Phantom Thread on Christmas. <laughs> that is complicated. So like we have stuff, different release dates. The 20th, we have the 22nd, we have the 25th. So it's all... Yeah, because It all Christmas depends on when we record uh, as well. We have the... I mean, I'm interested to see how they got rid of Kevin Spacey. I think Phantom Threads should be on the following podcast because it's on the 25th. Um, so that means that it will leave us with Downsizing, Jumanji. I mean, Jumanji is like the the big blockbuster, right? Well, the Post, yeah, but the post as well is going to be a big release. That looks like... That's the Spielberg movie. 
That looks like Oscar bait if I've ever seen it. If Meryl Streep's in it, that's literally her only. We also got uh, Hostiles. God, there's a lot of shit. There, why? Uh, what is this? Like people turning their assignments. Hey, I'm last gonna, I'm minute? gonna, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Uh, generally, I wouldn't go for this, but I'm gonna say downsizing. Me too. I was gonna say downsizing. Really? Yeah. I don't think it looks Jumanji. amazing. Did you find yourself in a little? <laughs> How fitting. <laughs> All right, so I'm. I say Jamal. I'm uh, with it, dude. I, I like the concept. Harvey. I like the concept. It's between downsizing and Jumanji, or we got um. I don't want to see the greatest father show. figures or the post as well. The post they all come out on twenty second. Post is like a catch up flick. <laughs> you just catch up with that one. I think a lot of people are going to go see Jumanji. Of course. of course, I feel like a lot um, of people Jumanji. are also like, "What are you doing in my childhood?" Yeah, like, I don't think anybody wants Jumanji. I don't want The Rock. Yeah. I mean, it looks... Isn't Kevin Hart? He looks like... Jumanji and Rampage look like the same movie. Rampage look horrible, though. Why don't we watch it? Um, Steve, what are you voting? I don't care. What what are his choices? What do you guys pick? Yeah, Jumanji, Downsizing, The Pose. Jumanji. Harvey? Just because there's one scene in the trailer where fucking Kevin Hart slaps the shit out of The Rock. Or The Rock slaps the shit shit out of her. (laughs) You mean the other one? Well, this is a problem if Harvey picks Jumanji. We can go with the downsizing. Okay. Are you doing that just so we don't have to figure it out? Or do you actually want to see it? I don't really want to see either, but I don't really All right. Well, then uh, downsizing? Okay. Downsizing. And then uh, I'm going to go see. I think we're all probably going to see Phantom Thread. I don't know about you, Shimon. I mean, that's for the following podcast, right? Wait, what? A period piece, right? It's not that old, right? What? 1940s? I can handle that. Yeah. But all right. Cool. Downsizing. It comes out on the twenty second, which is what Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Um, yeah, I think so. Oh wait, no. I think it's actually twenty Thursday, Friday. Thursday, yeah, it's gonna release Thursday. Okay. But there's also movies coming out like on the twenty fourth, which is weird. The hell. All right. All right, cool. You guys want to move on? Yeah, I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt, but I really have to pee. All right, cool. Cut Let's it. Let's go pee. So we're back. <laughs> we never left. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, is that the secret of uh, editing? Yeah. Yeah, well, Shomo had to go pee, so. Yeah, and then he had to tell us his very interesting story. But uh, what are we discussing this week? We're discussing, uh, so recently, Disney has acquired uh, Fox. And with that. Not all of Fox. Oh, not all of Fox. Do you know how much they paid? $52 billion. That's insane. $52 billion. Yeah. And it's not to acquire all of Fox. They've acquired their movie studio. That would be a lot more money. And I want to actually read something. I'm going to see if I can find it here. But they're like, oh, yeah, Fox, the reason they, they did the deal is because obviously they're getting a shit ton of money. But also they're like, he's like, yeah, we decided to just get rid of our dead weight and uh, focus on the things that really matter, yeah. like sports well, and they, news. They really only sold uh, <laughs> it was, it was Trump's 21st idea. century Fox, not 20th century Fox. Yeah. So it's a very uh, small segment of Fox. Do we know what is under? 21st century fox there's x-men which is their biggest yeah franchise. and that's and that's mm-hmm. the thing i want to get to is like they got x-men which is like the biggest fantastic four they just reacquired yeah. and they yeah fantastic four and they're already talked talks about a reboot spider-man oh, sony sony oh yeah. yeah that's right but uh disney has spider-man now um but yeah they're already in talks about rebooting x-men and wolverine the character of wolverine and also bringing a poor. more uh more um comic book look to wolverine andrew garfield plays 
Logan. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the hair. The they also oh acquired. They also acquired Deadpool as well. So we're gonna see that happening. So they got a lot of stuff in this deal in terms of. So I feel like they finally completed their their universe. They have X Men. There, it's Fantastic like when you Four, play Monopoly yep. and you finally get all the pieces. The boardwalk. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you finally get it, and you're like, "Well, shit, we're all fucked you, now." It gets to the point where you realize no one's taking me down. Like I got all the shit, and I, it's just a matter of time before all these people are uh, bankrupt. Yeah, they're all fucked. Deadpool should be interesting. Uh, they're also getting Pixar I think, presents Deadpool. <laughs> I also think they're getting uh, their Fox uh, FX had like smaller projects, like Marvel projects. Like I believe they had Legion. On FX, so I think they acquired that as well, and then also uh, the New Mutants, which is coming out in theaters shortly. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to play out, but was well, New Mutants? Um, it's going to be a series, though, isn't it? Like it's, they're going to release like there's part of it in theaters. No, there's three. There's three movies in tell, and all these three movies are taking a specific genre in horror, and they're going to twist it into a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. So that's what I heard they're going to do. I think it's like three movies that they have set aside. So this one's going to be more of like, I don't know. I, I forgot I forgot exactly what they said. I, I want to say the faculty. Was the faculty horror movie? Faculty was definitely yeah. horror. Yeah. 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 So I think that's where like, the, like there's elements like that. So each specific movie is going to take like a, a part of horror genre and kind of mix it into like superhero, which sounds interesting. I like that. Yeah. Sounds like, like Spawn. Spawn? But yeah, so they're gonna. I think the first things they they're trying to slate is X Men, like rebooting X Men. I think it's super tacky. In and they're, my they're gonna do some stuff with um Avatar, um with James oh, Cameron. They got Avatar as well, right? Yeah, they got Avatar. The Last oh. Airbender. No, just no, Avatar. James Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron. Oh. it was part of twenty twenty two. I'm like, that's a weird acquisition. <laughs> that's a that's also a weird acquisition because uh, I've completely forgot. Yeah, what happened with that sequel? That was supposed to come out like fucking like 10 years It's coming ago. out. Yeah, he's already in the works of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's under a Disney um, franchise now. They already start. They already released they Pandora, the, right? Yeah, they have the theme park up and running. Mm-hmm. So Only a small like, section of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's getting there where Disney is just taking over. Theme park. Yeah, yeah they released they have, Pandora, which is apparently great. Like, people wait like six hours in line. Just for to it. get into really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Where is this? Florida. Florida. I had no idea. Yeah, I mm-hmm. heard it's good. I heard they did a really good job of like presenting Pandora in the real world. Yeah. Like, so we're like, that'd be cool. It's kind of cool. So um, I think the uh, so I have a friend on Facebook who who wrote a post about this. He's a big uh, fan of these big movies and stuff. And I think the concern here is like obviously no one company should own that much intellectual property. Which use that term loosely intellectual property i don't know i think that's what people are afraid of though it makes sense and he's pretty much like disney's dead to me like i'm I'm boycotting everything because this is just it, not. it makes sense for sure uh especially when a company owns this much just wait breaking shit. news breaking news all right so not only did they get all that they got aliens movies ice age planet what? of the apes simpsons buffy the vampire slayer Grand futurama Budapest, which is firefly weird. X Files. All right, what's kind of fuck? I didn't know they got all this shit, uh, dude. That's X-Files a lot. Did you say the Simpsons? Yeah, the, yeah, Simpsons. the Simpsons. Yeah. Holy right. shit! And they also Makes got distribution they rights got... of like some of um, Wes Anderson movies. Dude, this is weird. They got like, dude, they got like all the nerd shit. Planet of the Apes, Buffy, fucking Firefly, X Files. Like, 
And with all this stuff, the a lot of the I think they're also going to do a series based on the Star Wars lore, um, not directly related to the movies. And they're going to release their own platform for um, streaming. Streaming, yeah. Sorry so. for cutting you off, Ari. I just I just read that. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Fine. I that didn't is, even know that. That's a lot of shit. Yeah. So they're actually um, going. They're all, they're also going to do a lot of um. For, they're going to do a lot of VR stuff with that with this stuff as well. Yeah, um, I was joking about their uh, streaming service that they're going to develop. Because like, who's going to watch that? But now I, they, yeah, touche. Yeah, <laughs> touche. <laughs> We're fucked. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. Yeah, the, it is a problem with one uh, company owning owning so much shit because they also have no like competition now. Like, usually, like people competing to see who can make the best fucking shit, right. and then that shit wins. It's but like, now it's just, they're just going to be because you have no choice basically. Yeah. So you're gonna have to watch it. As, something as much Disney. as I like using, like I like to use Apple iPhone, but like, could you imagine if Apple was like, you know, we bought Android or some shit? We bought like we like, own everything now. We own Android. They're all just different flavors of the same shit. Yeah, there's like a saying like what, like competition breeds innovation or some shit like that. It's like yeah. the same thing. They won't have to do anything different. They can just keep pumping out the same shit, and no one has. A choice whether or not to see this stuff. Like, if you want to see a movie, you're gonna to have to come see our shit. And basically. also, like, you don't the the masses don't respond until someone. This sounds condescending, but like, you you have to show them the light, you know. And if you're not doing it, and nobody is, then the the next step won't be achieved. Yeah. It's like oh, basic yes. capitalism, I guess. But um, yeah, I, at the same time, I feel bad for people who. Who are so, um, I once you start naming all those, it kind of like muddles my point a little bit, but like I feel bad for people who are so, uh, they need the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, and Star Wars and everything in their life. When it comes to shit like that, we've had so many that I'm, I don't give a fuck if I ever see one again. And I, at the end of the day, the films that I like. Are still going to be made. Yeah, my my worst fear with all of this is that I fear that everything that they release is going to look more or less the same. Um, in regards to the X Men stuff, like for example, they were able to do Logan at an R rated level. Yeah, and Disney they don't generally do R rated movies, so we're not going to get that type of grittiness. That yeah, Deadpool uh, like mm-hmm. they might just maybe tone it down they, a bit. They have to. And I think, uh, like, they, you know, they put their hand in everything heavily, so everything might come out looking the same. I don't think they can. I think they're going to have to assimilate a little bit. I I don't think if you dumb down Deadpool, the backlash from that is going to be superb. Well, the next Deadpool movie is going to be a big budget movie. Like, they're going to give it a a real budget. It's going to have a real runtime, not so short. It's still going to be a hard R, They're going to have to spread it out in terms of, like, that style of humor and action. Yeah. So I think they will dumb it you know, down a bit. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like what people liked about Deadpool is how how ballsy and R-rated it was. Like, if you take was, that away, I just don't imagine the response will be good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I thought it was, uh, especially after watching, like, shitty superhero movies from DC and then the same old, same yeah, old. Yeah, you're pretty film. much getting, like, a parody. Yeah, it's a, yeah. No, I'm very concerned they're going to do, like, some fucking Firefly Origins bullshit. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure uh, this is going to happen. A lot of people are excited to have everything on one platform in terms of, like, streaming. You should never like, like, to have The Simpsons and stuff like that on, like, one place. Like, like you don't have to go to Hulu. You don't have to go, like, yeah. on YouTube Red. So now they're going to have a home for those things where mm-hmm. people actually, they can watch it the night it's released on network TV. Yeah. 
which is kind of cool, I guess. I just find it so interesting that that, that they're getting... I mean, a lot of people will pay for that so they don't have to watch it on network TV. Yeah, but if you care about, like, the... If you want them to take more risk, like, this probably... No one cares about that. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, I think Thor was a good example. I think Thor might be my favorite uh, superhero movie of the year. Ooh. Um, Better than Logan? Besides Logan, because I... I, (laughs) All right, sorry. Mar- I just have Marvel. a bone. To, I'm, I have a bone to pick with that one. I'm so annoyed that they they're already Marvel. talking about casting Logan again. I'm like, it's like, just can you let it be for just like they? Uh, from what I read, be. they actually went to Hugh Jackman and asked him if he would do <laughs> for yeah. what? Like he said like, no. He said no. He said the character is gone. Like, like that yeah, character is gone. It it. I think Logan ended so fucking beautifully that uh, just don't, just don't, don't touch it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, like. I'm sure they will, but um, I don't know, man. You, the the legacy of of his character is like untouched from all other superheroes in in like since the year 2000. You know, you know yeah. what they can do that'd be really cool. So they recently rebooted X Men. Uh, not recently, but I think a couple of years, like a couple of years back. It's called All New X Men, where they go back in time and you get the younger squad jumping into the future. If they do that, like they bring a young squad. No Wolverine, just like the, the original cast, like Iceman, Jean Grey, or like the Phoenix, uh, you know, Cyclops, Beast, you know, if he, or an Archangel. Well, then you can't do that without fucking. I think if they just Wolverine. do like a five man team, like an original, like just original squad and bring it back, I wouldn't mind it so much. I would like that yeah. actually. Spider Man and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, I remember that dude, fucking yeah. that old TV show. Holy shit. They should do that. I doubt it. Because, I mean, they have, what, Spider-Man now, and they have uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, it was, uh, who was in it? Well, no, Sony has. Well, well they have Spider-Man, the character. Yeah. I mean, and now and now, they, now Disney has Fantastic Four, which yeah. I'm, they're probably going to reboot. They can't use Spider-Man, can't they? They can't use Spider-Man. Who? Disney? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they can. Yeah. Oh. I mean... It's a deal they struck. Yeah. It's like they could use it in their, like, Sony, I think, mm. still holds the right. It's just, I think, they were able to acquire him for those movies. Interesting. Because yeah. Sony can still make Spider-Man shows and mm-hmm. movies if they want. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. God, this is like muddled territory. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? It, it could. Disney could probably be like, "You guys are overreacting. We're creative freedom will live on. We just, you know, the money just goes to us now." Yeah, they're yeah. also going to give a lot of uh, more money to a lot of independent features that they're trying to that was under the umbrella of Fox, like a lot of West Anderson stuff, a lot of the um. Bombback stuff as well. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if they made like a independent, uh, like a uh, company. This is so weird, man. Independent They're, studio. They eating everyone up. I wonder what's the like. What's the end for them? I don't know. Endgame is everything you watch is going to be made Disney. by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to that point already. We're like on like the cusp yeah. of like everything yeah. being a Disney. There's only like property. three co- corporations in the fucking world, basically. So, Universal. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be like uh, in North Korea. You have like state-run media. It's going to be like that. <laughs> Disney-run media? You're going to have like Disney-run media. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Mickey Mouse comes on screen. <laughs> well, as you open your who owns Disney? Is it or is it Disney owns Viacom or Viacom? Disney owns Disney. Walt Disney owns it, actually. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, how do you guys feel? I mean, what franchises do you think like are you most like worried about or like at least excited for? Firefly and X-Files. I don't... You think anything? Yeah, we're gonna to get those? origin stories for both. People, people, there's been a lot of people that uh, want Firefly to come back in some 
in some form, and I think that they might well, recognize they could capitalize off of a. Well, they have Josh Whedon already in their back pocket. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I've, heard, I've I've read something where Nathan Fillion is not coming. Like I'm pretty sure he's yeah, not he coming said, back. He think he said it's too late. It's too late. He's not coming back for the role. So that's what makes me think they would do like some origin shit, or maybe just reboot it altogether, like the war stuff or the. I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. None of these franchises uh, mean a fucking thing to me. Like, I don't know. I didn't grow up watching stuff like this. Like, what got me into movies was like watching Scorsese DVDs my dad gave me or something. I don't know. I was heavily invested in this shit. Yeah, like, X Files and Firefly, X-Files and Star Trek. Shit. Well, those are, yeah. those are that, that surprised TV me the shows. most. I didn't know they had all these. I'm just they like, don't count Harvey. That does count. I think they're gonna uh, uh, do X Files as a streaming um, exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can Which would be kind of cool. Uh, damn! What what a move! So I I feel like they're definitely gonna go for Fantastic Four after this. After because everyone failed, everyone has failed, and I yeah. feel like maybe they can bring it back. I found some. Like st- who gets Ninja Turtles? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who owns that? that Ninja Turtles independent. Yeah, I'm well, pretty sure it's independent, but I believe uh, like yeah, Universal has the rights or something. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think IDW is the it'll one who fit, still makes it'll the fit comics. great in their monster cinematic universe. Fucking disgusting. You see, you see what's happening now, and you see why I have no sympathy <laughs> for these fucking people who are upset. Fuck them. There's good movies out there. You obviously ten years from now they try to offer you a job and they they hear this <laughs> <laughs> at the interview they play it. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll, on the record right now, you go on the record. Let's Dude, I, I would I would be, you know thread lightly here. I, what, I mean, they're about to take over everything. You're trying to get a job in this industry. Yo, nah. They're going to fuck your shit up. Nah, maybe. fuck it. I'll, they, they can I'm hear just gonna you be talking like shit the, through your phone gonna right now. I'm going to be like the Safety brothers the rest of my life. <laughs> talking mad Safety brothers still need distribution. Yeah. Wait, they're doing something. Uh, Dude, heard, they're going to distribute Wes Anderson movies. I heard um, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'll, I'll never make it anywhere in life. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> you hear here, guys. You heard it here first. I think the I, I heard, brothers are working with Scorsese. I heard they're doing like 48 hours or some 40 shit. 48-hour film festival? No, 48 hours. Oh. Remake. The I, Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, That'd be th- cool. I think I saw something with Scorsese producing one of their next movies. That's wild. That's beautiful. I love that. See, that's a that's a Christmas miracle right there. Who gives a fuck about all these movies? Um, We'll see what happens, you know? I mean, I don't, I'm not necessarily like... Like that friend of mine on Facebook is like, I'm done. Star Wars will be the last thing I see. I would probably jump on board initially with their platform because uh, from what I read, they're going to release pretty much every Pixar and old Disney princess stories. So it'll be kind of cool to watch. Like every now and then I'll have an urge to watch like Tumblina, but I don't have the VHS or DVD. You mean Tumblina? What are you talking about? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the older stuff. Yeah. Um, but it'll be kind of cool for people who have kids and shit. And like, just want to pop in like Lion King, what from like a platform? Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know what that's like, but yeah. I can understand. But yeah, that's all I have to say. I don't know what else is there. All this stuff is probably going to be revealed throughout the year. Goes on. Yeah, like what, I they, I like they're going to acquire more and more properties from segments of Fox and what, other companies. What's going to happen is uh, they acquire A twenty four. What's going to happen? That's yeah. <laughs> they're going to keep uh, acquiring shit, and then uh, yeah, net net neutrality is going to be repealed. And then it's basically going to be uh, Disney has like a uh, fast, fast uh, connection to everyone, and then everything else is like upcharged. And then Disney's going to be the only thing you can stream. Basically, <laughs> I they're, swear, they're, they're probably going to release their own ISP. Yeah, Disney, Disney, I don't think, high speed service. I don't think Dis, Disnet. <laughs> I don't think that would happen. 
<laughs> hey, never say never, man. I think the government will block that for sure. What? They will block shit. Yeah, they, they, the they, FCC they, would block if that. Disney pays your homies in the fucking a Trump G5. administration if, if money. If Disney pays a G5, like, at least something, dude. They're Honestly, gonna get if, that they, shit if Disney gets like 824 somehow, I swear to God, I'm, I'm going to go to school for like criminal justice or something. <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done with this. Dude, fuck, you're done. You're just suit and tie. I'm, I'm fucking going back to school, mom. Or maybe I'll just play music. Taking like, down the system. That's fucking All great. Right. You guys want to move on? Yeah, I guess so. I've Wasn't that the fucking dude to Injustice League? Justice League? He was like going to school to try to get his dad out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying, yeah, he's, he's, trying, he's trying to get a very slow process. <laughs> like, that's the, like, dude, the man. slowest process dude, to you, get your you, dad out of jail. Fast, you just yeah, sneak just him sneak. out. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, we never thought about he's that. He's like, huh? yeah, I, I graduated. Or got my certificate. <laughs> he's like fucking 40 years old. His dad's like Wait 60. Wait a second, Sean. He's, he's like, like, dude. Get you out. There's, there's, a, there's a movie. Wait, um, why the fuck didn't he just sneak him out? Yeah, it's so dumb. That just came to me. <laughs> the, um, what, you, what you call it? There's a, Well, he's still young and naive and idiot. I was thinking about that the entire time. I'm like, just fucking. I mean, he saved the planet. There's a movie with, um, what's his name? Um, Sam Rockwell called Conviction. Where his sister has, she goes, she becomes a lawyer to oh, repeal his case. This. It was really good, and she uh, repeals sure. his case. It's pretty good. What's her name from um, Boys Don't Cry? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah, she plays oh, the sister. Man. That was a really good movie. I haven't seen that. Almost I, cried. All I know is I cannot wait to sign up for Disnet. Fucking a, dude. What if it's like you streaming. get like three hundred megabytes per, it's gonna be uh, a year, and it's only like fifteen dollars a month? <laughs> Would a you not name. do it? It'd be called Stream Disc. I don't think. Stream this, <laughs> stream this, D-I-S. Like you pay a, a full, pre, like a stream premium for dish. a full package. Would Dude, you do I'm going to stream this. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> we're <laughs> laughing, man. This shit, I'll give it five years. We're all fucking, we're all fucked. Yeah. All right, let's jump Apple. into the this new game. I think we all uh, decided last week that we're going to try this one. To so, your discretion. It's not a new game. It's well, just the new, new, rule. new version rule. of the game. There's one rule that's different. Why don't you uh, explain it, Sean? So basically, what we decided is that since Shomo lost last week, he's going to be the one who's excluded from rolling. He gets to pick a movie for the three losers or the three rollers. One of the three losers. Yeah, one of the three. Three losers. Rollers. This is interesting. So yeah, he has full immunity in this role. Um, we're going to roll the dice the same way. Me, Harvey, Steve are going to roll and see who uh, has to watch a movie picked by Shomo. I'm scared. It's a twelve-sided die, and uh, so how, how do we decide who rolls first? I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Why would it? Oh, just for building tension. Okay. Harvey, right. You guys got to roll to see who yeah. rolls first. So the, Harvey's going to roll. Just kidding. Sean's going to have to pick a movie. God, this is a lot of pressure. So the, wait, so the, the whole basis of this day, you had a whole week. You yeah, had a week to, So yeah. you should have one ready. Yeah. I, but I don't, though. What? No, fuck. That's what we decided last have. week. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That's why week. we waited a week. Remember, it was a busy like, week. Plus, uh, you know, I, I'm having a hard time pinpointing okay. what to give certain people. Just you just want, you want to give me American Honey so bad. <laughs> it's never gonna I think happen. if Steve loses, you not, have to. That's, no. <laughs> we can't talk about American <laughs> Honey again on this Yes, we can. It's been a while. It's time we're talking we, about Those it. listeners okay, have already come and gone. We have new ones now. Let's uh, jump in with the next year. Like That's when you can uh That's a reset. Yeah, reset. That sounds good. You're going fucking down. All right, Harvey's going to roll. Oh, it's a real roll. And he got a, a seven. Four. Is that a four? Oh, That's I can't a four, see. man. I, w- I wish it was a seven. Oh, okay. Four. Because uh, Harvey said, oh, cool. New rules for the game. Still loses. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't All know right, that. here we go. I'm going to roll. Oh. Two. Well, I lost. Yeah, see, Steve gets could, a one. See, Sean, you're the hardest one. Oh, no. Uh, 
Yeah. What do you got? What is that? Nine. Nine. So, Sean, nine. you All lost. Right, so, so, you need a break? Yeah, for you. Oh my yeah. God. Um, what are you giving me? You have a list or anything? No, you said no, right? I didn't have a list, but I will craft one up now that I know that we have this time <laughs> on <laughs> like our you hands. Found, you found out about it. Like, you know what? I, was, I just I realized forgot. I've never seen Focus. Was Wait, Will good? Smith? Will Smith, was that good? Oh, uh, it looked bad. Did not look good in trailer. Probably three stars. Oh, max. the yeah, I completely forgot Margot about Robbie? that movie. Yeah, that, that movie was Robbie. trash. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty like middle of the road. Two and a half, three stars for me. I don't know. Yeah, two and a half. Never seen American right. Assassin either. I heard that was bad. I heard that was bad. <laughs> you know what I do want to watch now? It's Thirteen Assassins. Yeah, oh, that was, was on, good. It was on in Crypt Dog yeah. the other night. I was, I've never seen it. That's oh, dude. That shit's fantastic. It's got like a ten minute fucking fight scene. They're fighting like two hundred. Feels longer than that. Feels like a half hour. Uh, all right, anyways, uh, so I picked out a movie. I'm going to get better at this as the game goes on like this. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Beasts of No Nation. Yeah, this is one of those movies that I should have watched. Uh, I know a Netflix lot of people original. like it. Yeah, a lot of people like this movie. It got nominated for an Oscar, I believe, right? Yeah, I think it was one of the first. Actually, you know I don't what? Believe, I think it did. Uh, I don't believe it was, and that was there was controversy over uh, that. They were saying it was going to be the first Netflix movie to be like in the Academy but, yeah. uh, Golden Globes or something, right? I think it was definitely worthy. Yeah, it was worthy, um, and it's directed by Kerry uh, Fukunaga. I really like him as a director because he comes from a cinematography background. I like his I like his take. He did mm-hmm. Sin Ombre, which I have not seen. So Asas, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, also true detective. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check check out the Beast. Wow, this movie didn't get a golden. Oh yeah, did it get a golden globe nomination? No, I think people were upset that uh, what's his name? Not this way not, is, not is my boy Idris Elba nominated for best yeah, supporting Idris role. Idris is in this. Ooh, yeah. I need to check this out. I've never seen it. Yeah, he was not nominated for an Oscar, though, which was. I don't know. That was strange. So was that good, Oscar? Huh? <clears throat> I think his performance is really good. Okay. Yeah. The whole movie is a, as a whole. It's very. Uh, I have seen the first fifteen like, minutes. God damn. It's good. Um, I have a Netflix account, so I'll be watching it there. All right. I acquired <laughs> one this year. <laughs> My own. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. That I'm like immune from losing. That was weird. I like it. Yeah. Though. So next yeah. week I got to pick. I think I'm okay with it. All right. Cool. So. I'm glad. I guess uh, we'll see what happens next week. Um, <laughs> if we're going to do downsizing, right? Yeah, it's up in the air. I think yeah. we're all traveling for the holidays. So I think this might... It, we might, yeah. It, it might, might, it might be, it. just cut to a New Year's review. Or, yeah, it <laughs> might be just like our New Year's take. I yeah. think we could do it. I think so, too. Um, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're leaving... Yeah, I'm still... I have to figure that out And tomorrow. me and Harvey are not going to be able to record on Sunday. Yeah, I'll... Uh, if you're not leaving... I can record early on Sunday or... Or Saturday. we do uh, Saturday sometime. Okay. It just so that means we all have to watch the movie. We could even do it Tuesday. Before, for, yeah. before Saturday. I'm like barely working this week, so I, yeah, this, I'll have time same to Same here. It. Like this week is super open for me right now. So we'll yeah. see what happens. All right, cool. Me, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm going to watch Beast of No Nation. All right. You guys want to say anything else? No. Um, follow us on Instagram. I think it'll be uh, after Christmas by the time we come back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, one so merry, years. merry Christmas to everybody out there. Yeah, by the time all you the, hear it, all the little kids out there, Merry Christmas. <laughs> little why, kids why listen to our s- podcast. Why do you say it like that? Yeah. Like you focus on the kids part, <laughs> and you kids because they merry still have Christmas. the magic left in their heart. Yeah. It? Whereas now holidays are gonna just when you grow up, it's just gonna be one big fucking obligation. Uh, uh, follow us on the Grinch uh, over here. Instagram. Do the right film underscore podcast. We're also on Facebook. 
do the right film and you can visit our website do the right film.com you can uh, send us some messages telling us what you like about the show what you don't like about the show and if you could it would be also awesome if you could leave us a review on itunes that would be very helpful do, do yeah. the people at iTunes and, and try look not to at single us? out one of us? You know, we're a, a whole here. Nobody is better than the other. I already did this. Okay. Bit. Oh, I you did, did this bit. Oh, I don't remember. Already. Why are you doing this? I don't care. Single it's not, us out. It's not a bit. I'm just being honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. That's it for me, guys. All right. We need, we need a catchphrase. What? Ooh, we did it. While Harvey's stepping on your toes, this one. <laughs>